Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Get rid of your credit card debt, get a lower monthly payment, and skip your next two house payments at savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to save thousands with savewithconrad.com. Find out how much money you can save right now at savewithconrad.com. It's Wrestling with Jim Ross on AM750 WSB. You can talk to America's leading wrestling broadcaster and his guests. Call 872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. Now, here's Jim Ross. Thanks very much and welcome everyone to the program. It's a beautiful crisp night here in Atlanta. 51 degrees right now here in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, we're going to have a very exciting program here tonight. Not only are we going to be taking your calls and talking about what you choose to talk about in the world of professional wrestling, especially as it uh, uh, relates to world championship wrestling, but we're also going to be talking a little bit later in the broadcast to a man that certainly has been influential in my career and a guy that I watched uh, when I was a younger guy uh, watching wrestling and uh, we'll be talking to Gordon Soley. And I don't think there's any announcer in the business today that can, uh, cannot uh, say that Gordon has not affected them in some way and influenced their career. We're going to be talking to Gordon Soley in just a few moments. I do want to remind all of our fans in the Atlanta area that tomorrow night we'll be uh, at a a national television taping at the center stage. Now, the last several Saturday night TBS shows have originated from the center stage. If you watch those, you can see that there's really not a bad seat in the house. I understand that uh, tickets are available for uh, tomorrow night's taping. It normally is pretty packed, so uh, we hope that you can be a part of that situation. I know the tickets are very fairly priced, available at the center stage, box office, and all Ticketmaster outlets. And the taping's going to start promptly at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Sting will be at that taping because one of the matches signed for tomorrow night's national television taping will be Sting and beautiful Bobby Eaton taking on Abdullah the Butcher and Cactus Jack, one of uh, many, many great uh, matches at tomorrow night's TV taping. And I hope you'll be with us because I have seen the uh, lineups. It's really going to be an impressive lineup tomorrow night at center stage. And then this Saturday night, WCW will be live in the Omni on a very special Saturday night event. And I really think that's the result uh, uh, partly in the calls that you fans have made because you've made the calls over the last uh, several months about why doesn't WCW have events on Saturday night. Well, this Saturday night, 8 o'clock, big one in the Omni. The first 2,000 kids get their picture taken absolutely free with a WCW star. Uh, Good seats for that event are still available uh, at all Ticketmaster outlets. And the day of the event, which will be Saturday, they will be available at the Omni box office. And then, as if that weren't enough, on Sunday, October 27th, three weeks from tonight, Halloween Havoc, exclusively on pay-per-view. The uh, phone number for information is 1-615-266-2666. 
7469. I'll give that uh, to you a little bit later in the program as well as right now. 615-266-7469. That is a Monday through Friday uh, number for the UTC Arena box office for information on how you can get tickets. We've also got our trivia contest coming up a little bit later in the program. And if you have uh, read the, the latest edition of WCW Magazine, uh, then you should be able to answer the trivia question. And remember, if you won the trivia contest in the past, uh, I'll ask you not to enter tonight. And the winner tonight will receive the Stomp Collection from Impel Marketing and six tickets, choice primo tickets to the Omni on Saturday night. I'm going to mail those out to you tomorrow. But right now, I'm going to go to the phones. Uh, Gordon Soley, are you there? I sure am, Jim. How you doing? I'm fine. Uh, thanks for being with us tonight. I know we're talking to you from your home down in Tampa. You had an exciting day today, 14-13, to 13, uh, Tampa over the uh, Eagles. Yeah, well, miracles still do happen, and uh, uh, it, it's curious that uh, Chris uh, Chandler did come in and uh, turn the tide, uh, and I don't mean to ref reflect back on Alabama and Ray Perkins's unfortunate career down here in Tampa, but uh, Chandler did a good job. Well, that's good. Uh, I know Tester Birdie's been under a lot of heat down there, and uh, there was some doubt on TV tonight that he was as injured as he wa as it appeared to be. But in any event, we're happy to have you with us, and you made the uh, Sunshine State uh, your home for quite some time, have you not? Yeah, I came down here in uh, 1950 and uh, just, you know, just never wanted to leave. You 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 were you came there from? Did you come there from Minnesota, Gordon? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's quite a shock, cultural shock, I would assume. Well, it was, but you know, my dad, uh, all of my early life, my dad talked about owning a summer resort in northern Minnesota and then uh, buying a motel in uh, in Florida for the winter. And uh, he was in general insurance, and uh, he was in the process of doing both at the time that he passed away, and I was down here uh, negotiating a situation uh, for him in regards to a motel. And uh, I said, well, by golly, if that's something that he always wanted all of his life, there had to be a reason for it. And I came down here, and I've been here ever since. It's, uh, it's a beautiful place. And, and I know you've seen the uh, – we were talking uh, earlier today about uh, your first uh, uh, sojourn into the sport was as a ring announcer, and that started in 1950. Yep, exactly, with Cowboy Luttrell. Uh, ring announcing is, of course, we've got some one of the greatest in the sport right now, and Gary Capetta. But uh, that can get a little bit uh, dangerous at times, uh, especially when the guys get a little bit uh, uh, testy, shall we say? Yeah, well, that's a that's an absolute fact. Uh, in fact, the matter is, uh, earlier today when we were talking, uh, uh, Bonnie Watson uh, and her husband Stu Schwartz were here for dinner. Bonnie, of course, is a former World Tag Team Champion in the ladies' uh, division along with Penny Banner, and they're neighbors of ours, and they came down for dinner, and we had a d delightful time uh, hacking over some old times and all of that, and we were talking about some of the incidents that happened, uh, you know, like the time when uh, I got body slammed uh, when I was ring announcing, and I introduced Iron Mike DiBiase the wrong way, and he took offense to it and slammed me in the middle of the ring. Iron Mike, of course, a great, uh, he was a Big Seven champion. That was before the Big Eight was created there mm -hmm. at, uh, at Nebraska. Right. And, of course, uh, his uh, son, uh, Ted DiBiase, following very 
very, very well in his father's footsteps. You know, you've seen, you've had to see so many great, uh, the, the legends. And I, 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 it's funny, fans, we go to these pay-per-views and we have meetings with all the announcers and all of us young guys are saying how this guy was great and this guy was great. And Gordon kind of sits in the back and uh, sometimes and, and absorbs all this, must, uh, us guys. And, and it's like, uh, well, look, you know, let me, let me tell you one. You know, it's like... Uh, my point is, is that uh, you've seen them all, and uh, we've just heard about some of them. You know, I, I never got to see Luthez in his prime, and I'm sure you saw Luthez many, many times in his prime. Oh, no question about that. Luthez, when Lou had come to town, uh, to Tampa, and uh, the champion always made a swing around the United States, uh, as our champion does, uh, and Lou had come to town, and Pete Norton was the sports editor of the Tampa Tribune, we would always call Pete about a week ahead of time and say, Lou will be in town next week. And uh, Pete would say, fine, I'll line up a golf game. And uh, they'd go out to Palmasia Golf and Country Club uh, in Tampa, which is the exclusive club. And uh, they would always play golf. And, of course, it always came out with a, a tremendous column from Pete Norton about uh, the exploits of Lou Thez, who was... One of the all-time greats. One of the all-time greats, no doubt about it. And, uh, and of course, I'm speaking to one of the all-time greats, fans. This is AM750 WSB, Jim Ross, and speaking with uh, Gordon Soley. We'll be taking your calls just a little bit later in the broadcast. Uh, Gordon, uh, I mentioned at the top of the program that three weeks from tonight, and we're going to uh, uh, be in Chattanooga, Tennessee, for the Halloween Havoc pay-per-view. There's been a great deal of uh, pre-match buildup and hype, if you will, over the uh, Ron Simmons Lex Luger matchup for the World's Heavyweight Championship. I, I know that you were living in Florida and were in the wrestling uh, business and the sport of wrestling when both those young men made their debuts. As a matter of fact, you were there in Tampa, if I'm not mistaken, when both men uh, originally came there and wanted to be trained. Yeah, that's a, that's a fact, Jim. In fact, the matter is, uh, may I just preface what I'm going to say about both of these guys by saying that 20 years from now, we'll be talking about the Lex Lugers and the Ron Simmons uh, of the wrestling profession in the 90s. Uh, Luger started his career a little bit earlier than uh, Ron Simmons. Uh, Luger had a, a most interesting career as a, a, a collegiate uh, football player, uh, uh, got uh, knocked out of Miami because of disciplinary reasons, went to the Canadian Football League at the age of 19, uh, played up there, then went with the Green Bay Packers, uh, then I think went with the Jacksonville Bulls, then came down to Tampa to the Tampa Bay Bandits, coached by Steve Spurrier at that time, and, of course, Ron Simmons came out of Florida State University, uh, got his start a little bit later, but they both trained under the same man, and I find this very interesting, uh, they both trained under Hiro Matsuda. And when you train under Matsuda, you've trained under the very best. And uh, uh, that's why I find this, uh, this situation uh, coming up on Halloween Havoc most interesting because here you've got two guys trained by the same master, if you will. Right. Uh, you know, Gordon, as a football fan, as I know you and I both are, that... Uh, we find also an interesting parallel because both those guys play for Coach Spurrier, who's now, of course, a coach at the University of Florida uh, with the in the USFL in Tampa Bay, as you pointed out. Right. And in practice, uh, Luger playing on the offensive side of the ball at offensive tackle and offensive guard some. Ron Simmons playing on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, October 27th is not going to be the first time that they've had contact 
uh, not only in wrestling but in football as well. So I think we got the the beginnings of a tremendous rivalry between these two guys. And we're going to take a break here in just a moment. But I do want to uh, let the fans know that we're going to be taking your calls with Gordon here in just a few moments. We're going to talk more about Halloween Havoc and what part this two out of three fall stipulation plays. And we'll have that right after this timeout. And welcome back, everyone, to AM750 WSB, where I'm having a little problem with our telephone here, and uh, I've temporarily lost Gordon. So if anybody's seen Gordon floating around out there on the uh, wires of life, uh, please uh, have him call the station. Now, we're going to get back in touch with Gordon here in just a few moments. I am going to take your calls here in just a second, uh, and uh, we do have... No open lines available, but do, do try to keep calling. 8720750, our long-distance number is uh, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Don't forget this weekend on TBS, uh, three great hours of television. We'll be telling you about that a little bit later in the broadcast. It's time now for our trivia question. And tonight's trivia winner, if you have not won in the past, you will receive a uh, stomp collection from the Impel Marketing folks, one of our great sponsors here on Wrestling with Jim Ross, and six tickets to the Omni for this Saturday night. And the trivia question is, in the current WCW magazine, Dustin Rhodes is featured in an article originating from a famous Texas city. What is that city? And if you are the first caller at 741-0750 and talk to our producer, John Glavin, uh, we, you will be the winner of the Stomp Collection from Impel Marketing and six tickets to this Saturday night's big Omni event. Let's go to the telephones right now and talk to Peter in Sandy Springs. Hi, hey, Peter. Hey, Jamal. How are you doing tonight? I'm very good, Peter. Thanks for calling. Yeah, okay. Um, I've got three things to talk about tonight. All right. Okay, there's the Steiner, the Freebirds, and the incident with Ric Flair. All right, go right ahead. Um, about Scott Steiner, is he rebuilding for uh, Halloween Havoc, the Chamber of Horrors? Is he, is he rehabilitating for it? Yeah. Yeah, he says uh, on our conversation we had here on the telephone with him uh, a few weeks ago, yeah. uh, he said that he would be back at Halloween Havoc. I've talked with him since then. He will wrestle at Halloween Havoc. He thinks he's going to have to wear a brace. Mm -hmm. And uh, the doctor really doesn't want him to wrestle until about the second or third week in November. But he is going to wrestle at Halloween Havoc. Okay. Um, the second thing is, is the Freebirds, are they you now fan favorite? Well, a lot of people, you know... Uh, Peter in different parts of the country uh, have always liked the Freebirds. They're kind of a, they're kind of like the anti-hero in some of the movies, kind of like Schwarzenegger is in the Terminator. He's kind of a bad guy sometimes, but some people like him. So yeah. I guess in a certain way they are kind of a unique fan favorite. Yeah, I've always thought they're excellent wrestlers. Yeah, they they're very talented, two-time world champions. Yeah. Okay. Um, about uh, the incident with Ric Flair, did you see that? Uh, the uh, chair situation. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Man, that was un. That was outrageous and uncalled for. Very outrageous indeed, Peter. I think that's a very good way to uh, uh, define what we saw there on that broadcast. Okay, well, I'll let you go. Okay, buddy. Thanks, okay, Peter, for calling tonight. Peter and Sandy Springs, appreciate that. Now we're going to Eric and Marietta. Hi, Eric. Hi. How you doing? Good. Good. What's on your mind tonight about Sting? Well, why doesn't Sting have his U.S. belt? Why doesn't he have it? Yeah. Uh, but I haven't seen him with it. Oh, you have him. Well, I've, he's he's had it on several uh, several broadcasts. I, I don't think there's any problem there. That belt is still here in WCW land, so it's not floating around somewhere else. All okay. right. Thanks, Eric, for calling tonight up in Marietta. Going down the telephones to talk to Brad. Hi, Brad. Hi. How you doing tonight? Fine. What's going on, buddy? I have two two questions for you. Um, first is why is everybody in the WCW turning bad? Why is everybody turning bad? Yeah, like Lex Luger. 
Well, I tell you, Brad, if you, you know, unfortunately, the fans don't have the opportunity sometimes to really know these guys. And Lex Luger's a very unique person. He's a very complex individual. I'm saying it very politely and trying to be very professional there. Uh, he's always been uh, pretty, uh, uh, you know, he's not a real, real likable person. And uh, so I don't think you're seeing Lex Luger really a lot differently than he really is in a, in a natural, uh, you know, natural state. Thanks. One okay. sec. Okay. Do you, do you know why um, Barry Windham is in the Chamber of Horrors um, match? That's a great question, and I do not know, but I'm tomorrow night at Center Stage, where we're taping our national TV show, I've requested to interview Barry, and I'm going to ask Barry that, uh, that exactly. I'm going to find out uh, uh, why he's uh, going to be on that team. I think it's a question a lot of fans want to know, and we're going to ask it tomorrow night at Center Stage. But right now, I don't know. Thanks for calling, and now let's go to Chris. Chris, you're on Wrestling with Jim Ross on AM 750 WSB. Hey, Jim. How you doing, Chris? I have two qu questions and one statement. Okay, go ahead. Okay, first, my statement. I don't think Luger should just use cause, because there's a big feud between Luger and the big cat. Yeah, well, I think they made up because uh, uh, Luger's paying Mr. Hughes a great deal of money to be his bodyguard, so I don't think those two guys have a problem any longer. They seem to be uh, a pretty impressive tag team, I can tell you that. Okay, and one of my questions is, is Bad Street in WCW anymore? Well, I haven't seen Bad Street's name on any of the schedule, so Bad Street may be uh, gone from here. I'm not real sure. I don't. I have not seen his name on any of the schedules that I've looked at in the last several weeks, so uh, I really don't know the status of Bad Street. But to my knowledge, he's still, he, he's still with them, but I haven't seen his name scheduled on any events. We're going to one of our long-distance lines mm -hmm. to talk to Brian in Winchester, Kentucky. Hi, Brian. Hi, how are you doing? I'm fine. Thanks for calling tonight up there in Kentucky. Okay. Um, I was um, wanting to ask Gordon um, of all the tag teams he saw. Well, let me let me tell you this, Brian. Uh -huh. I don't. I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I don't mean to interrupt you. Uh, I have uh, the. Uh, we, we're trying to get back in touch with Gordon. Our, our phone lines uh, got a little bit crossed, and so uh, we are trying to call him back. Uh -huh. So he's not on the line right now. Okay, but if he does get on, could you ask him? I like, sure will. I'll be glad um, to. Who who of the five tag teams he's. Um, Saw mm -hmm. and his personally, mm -hmm. um, who who he thinks the top five are? His top five tag teams. Uh huh. Okay. And have a couple of comments. All right, go ahead, Brian. Uh, I think that WCW is the greatest, and I think that the behind the Sting situation with the boxes, I think it's the Ultimate Warrior. Yes, I had somebody called here a week or two ago and, and had that. Uh, Ultimate Warrior uh, rumor, but it's an interesting uh, concept, and uh, maybe, hey, you never know, it could be true. He's not wrestling anymore in the WWF, so who knows? Any, anything else tonight, Brian? Mm, no, I think that's it. Okay, Thank buddy. You. Appreciate you calling tonight from Winchester, Kentucky. We're going back to Florida. Unfortunately, it's not Gordon, but Jessica's on the line from uh, Yule, Florida? Yule. Yule. Okay, I'm sorry. Where's Yule? It's about 20 miles south of Jacksonville. Oh, okay. Good. Well, thank, what's, what's on your mind? Talking about Lex Luger? Uh-huh. I think the man is gorgeous, mm -hmm. and I'm glad he's the world champion and all, but I don't like him turning bad. Well, he's a, and he, he's a very uh, impressive-looking athlete, and I think that a lot of people would agree with you that uh, they wish he would have a little bit uh, more pleasant attitude. I, I have three questions and two statements about him. Let her rip, okay. Jessica. Go Excuse ahead. Me? Go ahead. Question number one is, um, is he married? Yes. The answer is yes? Yes. Oh, man. Um, question number two, is he looking for a valet? I don't know. And question number three, how how can I become a valet? 
You know, that's a good question, Jessica. I don't think I can answer that uh, question. Uh, I would, uh, I would, uh, gosh, that would be hard to do. You're just about going to have to uh, uh, maybe have, uh, you know, I, I don't know really how when people become valets. Maybe we should have Missy Hyde on here some night and she can tell us how to, she became a valet or maybe not. Anyway, thanks, Jessica, for calling us tonight from uh, Uly, Florida. And uh, we appreciate you listening down there. Fans, I do want to tell you, we're going to get Gordon back on the line here, hopefully right after the news. But uh... We'll be back with Gordon Soley in just a few moments here on the program. I do want to remind everyone that this weekend on TBS, hope you'll join us for the Power Hour, Saturday morning, 9.05. And then Saturday night, our flagship broadcast, uh, Saturday night, 6.05, World Championship Wrestling, two hours this Saturday night. And the World Tag Titles on the line. The Enforcers take on a new team called the Screaming Eagles. Bill Kazmar and Abdul the Butcher on TV this Saturday, plus Steve Austin and Todd Champion in a TV title matchup, plus uh, Flying Brian and Big Josh, meet Terrence Taylor and Thomas Rich at the York Foundation. Those are just some of the great matches that you'll see this Saturday night, 6.05, on World Championship Wrestling. And then... The main event will return to its regular time next Sunday at 6.05 p.m. with an outstanding one-on-one -on -one matchup, Rick Steiner, to take on Larry Zabisco. So that should be an outstanding weekend here on TV next weekend. And uh, let's see if we have the right buttons pushed. Gordon, are you there? We have Gordon. Do we have Gordon on there, John? I hear him. Hello. There you are. Okay, Gordon. All right, babe. Hey, uh, I, uh, I, I flunked engineering. You know, these... these uh, John and I have had a real... John's trying to lead me through this situation, but I, I appreciate your patience down there, and we're sorry for the uh, problem. No problem at all. No no, no sweat. I had a, I had a caller uh, while we were trying to get you back on the line, and I do want to pro I promise the young man, he was listening to us from up in Kentucky, Gordon, and it may be hard for you to do right off the top of your head. I know it certainly would be for me, but he'd like to know, in your opinion, the top five tag teams that you have seen in your career. That's my gosh. Yeah, really? <laughs> uh, well, one of the greatest tag team combinations I've ever seen is Jack and Jerry Briscoe. Uh, that immediately pops to mind. From Blackwell, Oklahoma, by the way. Right. Exactly. Uh, also, I have to think of uh, Dusty Rhodes and Dick Murdoch, uh, the Outlaws, uh, one of the finest I've ever seen. Uh, I must say this, and uh, and a lot of people are not going to be happy when I say this, but uh, uh, I have to say Ron Simmons and Butch Reed, uh, they went on to win the, 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 the World Tag Team Championship. And uh, although I admire tremendously now that Ron Simmons has become his own man. Right. And uh, that, of course... Uh, How about... What about the... Uh uh, you know, and, and then in the era that you were on TBS, one, another dominant team. I don't know. I used to watch them, and I was amazed at their at their uh, tenacity. Were the Andersons? Well, yeah, the Andersons and uh, Wrestling One and Wrestling Two, when they were a tag team combination. How, how, looking at those teams, Gordon, as it relates uh, to, I think the most dominant team in the sport today, the Steiner brothers have beaten. The Nasty Boys, they have beaten the Road Warriors, they have beaten Doom, they have beaten the best Japan has to offer, they have beaten the best WCW has to offer. I think that the Steiners, when healthy, are the most dominant team in the 90s. How would they have fared, in your opinion, with a team like 
the Briscoes, for example, another great team with a with a with an outstanding amateur background. Well, you'd have to you'd have to rate those two teams as a toss up uh, from uh, mass weight, uh, muscle weight, and what have you. You'd have to give the edge to uh, uh, to the Steiners. However, if you looked at the Briscoes from the standpoint of uh, suaveness in the ring of, of savoir faire. Uh, then you'd have to go with the Briscoes. Uh, I know that when uh, Fletcher Carr was the uh, uh, Florida State amateur champion, and Jack used to go down to the University of Tampa and uh, work out with these uh, kids at the university, uh, Fletcher Carr used to tremble every time Jack came in to the gym because he said, I knew no matter what was going to happen, Jack would eventually leg dive me. Yeah. I knew he was going to get me. He's a, he was a great amateur. Really was a great amateur at Oklahoma yeah. State. Let's uh, let's see, Gordon, if I can make these phones work, and we'll take a call or two here if it's okay. Okay. All right, hold on. Uh, Demetrius? Yes, sir. You're on the phone with uh, Gordon Sully and Jim Ross. How are you doing tonight? I'm okay, you? Fine, thanks. What's your question? Um, I'm letting know why do, when wrestlers being interviewed, what do they say, um, meet me in the square circle? Where did that old cliche come from? Yes. Well, I think we probably have a man on the other line that could probably tell us... Uh, uh, the, the reason for that? Well, actually, uh, the squared circle is just very simply that. You see, wrestling or uh, uh, boxing, either one, used to be done in a circle. Uh, it, it really started back in, in Ireland when uh, the people would form a huge circle and then these two opponents would face each other. And eventually they, de de they determined because there was so much outside interference, let's put up some ropes. Let's do something to keep people from interfering. And so uh, the circle became a squared circle. And uh, there, are, you know, there are so many uh, uh, interesting stories about various moves. You know, when you, we talk about basic things, the fireman carry takeover was actually a move that are, is taught firemen to bring people down ladders. Precisely. And a lot of people are not aware that uh, uh, of some of those things. You know, the fireman carry takeover obviously is a great amateur move, but but it got its origin from a non-wrestling environment. Is that right, Gordon? Absolutely. You know the uh, so there's a lot of strange strange things in that regard. Uh, Demetrius, thanks very much for calling us tonight from Clayton County. We're going to a long distance line now. Let's go down to uh, Charlotte. Hi, Matt. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing fine, Jim. Um, I have a question about. Some uh, wrestlers coming into WCW. All right. Uh, what do you think the um, chances are of uh, the Ultimate Warrior, um, Kurt Henning? I hadn't seen him in a while, and uh, Terry Von Erich. Well, I think uh, Matt, as far as the Ultimate Warrior is concerned, uh, I really don't know what his status is. I think he's officially still employed with the WWF, and in, as long as that exists, uh, we would, uh, we, they, the WCW, probably would not want to talk with a person under contract. Kurt Henning, Henning is not wrestling right now because of a very severe back injury. And he's, he may be out of action six months to a year, we hear. So uh, he's unable to wrestle for anybody right now. And uh, so, you know, I, it's, it's who, who was the other one you want to know about? Uh, Von Erich. Oh, Kerry Von Erich? Kerry Von Erich still wrestling the WWF as well. And uh, so, you know, I... As long as those guys are have are contracted elsewhere, it's uh, it's a it's a tough thing. And there's a lot of guys. You know, Gordon, uh, uh, this young man, Matt's on the line from Charlotte. It's it's interesting, Matt's uh, Matt. Are you 14? 
15. 15. Uh, Gordon's changed so much. Uh, Matt probably uh, is uh, is like I was at 14 and uh, watches a lot of wrestling, but it's really changed. You, guys don't move from one area to the other like they used to, do they? No. It used to be that uh, if you decided you wanted to move, uh, you walked up to the wrestling promoter of that particular area and said, hey, I, I think I, I want to go and uh, I'm giving you two weeks. And uh, the guy left. Yeah. Or if a promoter said, "Hey, I want to, uh, I want to move somebody," uh, he'd tell the wrestler, "Hey, you've got two weeks and you're gone." Today we're tied into long-term contracts, and uh, uh, that does make a difference from that standpoint. I don't know whether that's good or bad. I, I, I you know, uh, the jury's still out on this one. Uh, you know, it's like uh, the old days. Uh, we speak. We speak about that with a great deal of affection. But in the old days, you would have some great rivalries from area to area, and uh, like right now, I'm sure that everybody that's a wrestling fan would love to see Lex Luger wrestle Hulk Hogan somewhere uh, in a winner-take-all match. Uh, why wouldn't they? I mean, they have a they have that they have that scenario in football. It's called the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. They have that scenario in baseball. It's the World Series, and they have it. They're trying to unify all these various and sundry boxing championships. But because of the big business element in this sport, I don't think that match will ever happen. And it's unfortunate that the promoters on both WCW and WWF would have, uh, you know, would not be trying to, to negotiate that match if the only reason was for the fans. Well, I don't, I don't think you'll ever see that. Uh, well, I say I shouldn't say you'd never see it, but you will see it eventually. But I think what's going to happen, and of course I, I have to go back to what's going to happen in Halloween Havoc, you know. You've got two guys here that uh, are such supreme athletes. Let's talk about that. I want to know one thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and you've you've been in an, you were announcing on TBS and in Florida and around the world in an era of two out of three fall championship matches. Yeah. Then I've looked at a lot of old tape, and I can tell you, uh, I've seen two out of three fall matches for the world title that w that where the title was changed and a, and, a, and a new guy won it. But he wouldn't have won it if it hadn't been two out of three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it gives... Uh, well, I'm looking at it this way. It's going to be hard for Lex Luger to beat Ron Simmons two falls. But then you flip the coin and it's, you say, well, it's darn sure going to be hard for Simmons to beat Luger two falls. So, But I still think that the two out of three fall, in my opinion, has a little bit of advantage to the challenger. Well, I do too because um, you've got the, the element of uh, the, the first man to win the first fall goes into the second fall with an obvious advantage, psychological and possibly physical. Uh, the other aspect that I look at is that uh, Luger's got about, oh, now five and a half years' experience. Uh, Simmons has less than four. Uh, in this respect, I have to give Luger the edge. Uh, however, from the standpoint of uh, absolute desire, I think that uh, Simmons has more desire. Uh, Luger is the the clever, conniving, uh, hard businessman of, of today's modern athlete, and we see this in, in all phases. He's high tech, you know. Yes, he is. And it's almost like the environment, though, in Chattanooga, I think, will be more of a collegiate-like, because the fans in Chattanooga, Tennessee are some of the greatest fans in the world. They're very uh, unintimidated. They show their emotions. They're going to get excited. They're going to make a lot of noise. And that's going to be like it is 
on Saturday afternoon in Tallahassee, I think, uh, to, a, to a lesser extent, obviously. But Luger's more businesslike, as you said. I think that the emotion in, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, is going to have a positive effect on Ron Simmons. Well, I do, too. I, I, I totally agree with that. And, and it could be the year, you know, when you look at the Braves and you look at the Seminoles, it could be the year of the Tomahawk, and I hope it is for Ron Simmons, very frankly. Fans, we're going to be taking more of calls of your calls here with Gordon Soley. Our number here in Atlanta, 8720750, our long distance line, 1-800-WSP-TALK. All nine lines are blinking. We're getting a lot of calls tonight. We'll try to get you on right after this timeout. Welcome back, everyone, to Wrestling with Jim Ross here on AM750 WSB. I want to congratulate tonight's trivia contest winner, Leon, Leanne, excuse me, Leanne Yatsko. From here in Atlanta, uh, correctly answered our trivia uh, contest question tonight. That question was, in case you just turned in and you tuned in late, first of all, don't ever let it happen again. Always tune in at 9 o'clock. And secondly, the question is, in the current WCW magazine, Dustin Rhodes is featured in an article originating from what famous Texas city? And that famous Texas city is San Antonio. And we're sending Leanne uh, her uh, stomp collection from the Impel Marketing folks and six tickets to the Omni. Uh, Gordon, uh, big event. Uh, we were talking about uh, Chattanooga on October 27th, but uh, in six days here in Atlanta, you've been in a lot of great uh, events in Atlanta when you were doing the uh, Saturday night show on TBS. Uh, but this Saturday, interesting a reunion of sorts because Dusty Rhodes will be refereeing a tag team match involving Ron Simmons and Barry Windham as they take on Lex Luger and Mr. Hughes. The re reunion I'm referring to is the fact that Harley Race will be at ringside and uh, he and the Dream were quite uh, rivals in the Omni. I know just one of the places they really had some brawls. Yeah, that, that's an interesting point, Jim. And I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, as much as Dusty can say that he's going to call it down the middle, uh, I have a, a problem believing that because uh, I have a hunch that, that that ancient rivalry is going to renew itself. And... Uh, uh, I can only say that I, I hope that he can uh, be impartial, but I, I, I doubt it, very frankly. I'm sure that both those guys will appreciate you talking about their ancient rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that's what it happens to be. you got to call a spade a spade. That's exactly it. James in uh, Fairview Heights, Illinois. Hi, James. Hi. How you doing? Fine. What's on your mind tonight? You have Gordon Sully on one line, and uh, if we can help you, we'd love to do it tonight. Okay. I got this question. Um, my sister wanted to know... Is Gus Stanner married? No. Tell your sister that she's still in the running. He's not married. Now, what's your other question? Do you have a Do you have an athletic question, James? Yeah. Um, now, is the Stanners going to be wrestling before the Halloween Havoc? No. Not not together. Rick Steiner will be wrestling in his matches uh, that he's already signed for, including here this Saturday night in the Omni, because he's going to be in the cage. He and Sting against... Uh, uh, Abdul the Butcher and Cactus Jack, but their first time that they'll be together will be on the pay-per-view in three weeks. Okay? Yeah. Anything else, James? Well, I'm just curious. Now, um, about the Chamber of Horrors, what kind, do you have any idea what kind of weapons would be used? We have tried for weeks to get Paul E. Dangerously and Missy Hyatt, our two cub reporters, to go out and find out something about this, and so far they've come up blank, and I think they're going to remain cub reporters. 
I, I think that they, they should have their notebooks taken away from them, Gordon. Yep. They're not representing the journalistic uh, uh, industry with a, with a great deal of integrity. No, uh, you're certainly right. Let's go back to the telephones and talk to Karen. Karen in Jonesboro, how are you tonight? Okay, how are you? Fine, thank you. Um, my f uh, first question, you mentioned a couple weeks ago on, I think it was the main event, about the death of uh, Chris Von Erich. Yes, ma'am. Um, what caused that? Uh, the according to the reports in the uh, police reports in the newspaper, it was a suicide. My goodness, him and Mike both. Mm -hmm. I was a big fan of Von Erichs for a long time. Yes, they're a very, uh, very gifted family athletically, right, Gordon? The Von, me? Did you hear her question about the Von Erichs? Yeah. Uh, very gifted family athletically. Uh, of course, their father was a great, you know, outstanding football player at SMU. Well, the unfortunate aspect about that is that. Uh, uh, the these people, the Von Erichs, are the uh, the Kennedys of uh, the of the White House. Yeah, yeah, it's it's real been really really sad about that situation. Go back to the telephones and talk to David in Atlanta. Hi, David. Uh, how you doing? Good, thanks. I want to know where Les Luke and Ronson will ever be on the talk show before Halloween have it. Well, David, we're going to try to get those guys on, and everybody, uh, right now is a real busy time for everybody in WCW, and uh, I was fortunate and very happy to have Gordon on here tonight. I'm going to try to get either Ron Simmons or Lex Luger to come into the studio, or at least do it by phone, and we're going to try to have them on before October the 27th. You know, Gordon, that's, uh, again, uh, back to that uh, Halloween Havoc situation. We talked about the emotion in the UTC arena that night. If this event was being held in some other area where... Uh, you know, the fans are a little more inhibited, maybe a little more passive. But they're not going to be passive uh, in at the UTC arena. No. I think that's going to be a difference in this situation. And, you know, now Simmons has gone back to Florida State. He's running the bleachers. I mean, he's really training. We both, uh, I think you're a little bit aware of that situation as well, his training. How, how do you think his training has uh, done as far as the cardiovascular situation? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I had a chance to have lunch with uh, Ron uh day before yesterday and uh the kids in great great shape uh and ron has taken a very interesting attitude toward the world championship he really has and i find it fascinating he said gordon i will win the world title hmm. that simply that's pretty simply put that yep. gets to the chase and uh he didn't necessarily. By the way, the Steelers are now leading the Colts 7-3. to three. All right. Gordon, we're about to run out of time. I will see you uh, uh, this week at our television tapings. We appreciate you being on with us tonight, Gordon. Thanks hey, very much. it's been much. my pleasure. Thanks very much. The dean of wrestling broadcasters, a man that certainly meant a great deal to me in my career. Appreciate him taking his time to be with us here tonight. Fans, don't forget tomorrow night, a big event at center stage. Starts at 7 o'clock. Uh, this Saturday night, we'll be in the Omni in Atlanta. 8 o'clock starting time. The first 2,000 kids will get their picture taken absolutely free with a WCW star this Saturday night. So mom and dad bring the kids out Saturday night. 8 o'clock is the starting time. And we'll be talking more about Halloween Havoc and other outstanding events here next week on AM 750 WSB. In the next few weeks, we'll be extending our program to two hours. We'll be keeping you abreast of that situation. For our producer tonight, John Glavin, and all of our callers, I'm Jim Ross, and we'll talk to you again next weekend. My wife started me on Athletic Greens right at the start of the pandemic. She wanted to optimize our immune system. And you might be asking yourself, hey, what is this stuff? We see that scooper right there? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're going to be absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. 
This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your focus, your recovery, your aging, all of your things. And it's also lifestyle friendly. Whether you're trying to eat keto or paleo or vegan or dairy or gluten-free, has less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything, and it still tastes good. It's gonna support better sleep quality and recovery, better mental clarity and alertness. And we look at it as almost like an investment in your all-in-one nutritional insurance. Don't just take Jim's word for it. Don't just take Conrad's word for it. Go check it out, man. 7,000 five-star reviews. Unheard of. It's crazy to think. I couldn't tell you the last time I left a review. It has to be over-the-top crazy awesome for me to go out of my way, figure out where to leave it, type it up, create an account, click send, it has wowed over 7,000 people. Not one star, not two star, not three star, not four star. Dave Meltzer's favorite five-star affair. And right now it's time to reclaim your health. Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash JR. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash JR to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash JR. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Help you. And I, I tell you, the, the it, it's so simple. I mean, it's, it's idiot proof. It is. It's idiot proof. So, and it helps you get healthier. And and I just think it's just a no brainer. This is a great product, folks. You're going to get a year's supply for free. That's right. That's a hell of a deal. I don't care what you're buying. No doubt. So uh, give it a give it a shot. A lot of guys are using it. I know a lot of the wrestlers use it because it's a, it's a quick startup. It's a quick way to get your motor started in the morning with that one scoop. One scoop does everything. 50 WSB. You can talk with America's leading wrestling broadcaster and his guests. Call 8720750. Now, here's Jim Ross. Thanks very much. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the broadcast. We're going to have a very special program here tonight. My guest uh, in just a few moments uh, from his home in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, will be Jesse the Body Ventura. We'll be talking about Super Brawl 2. Uh, coming up on pay-per-view just 13 days away. But I do also want to remind you of some other big events coming up in the area. Tomorrow, as a matter of fact, we're going to be in Rock Hill, South Carolina, just outside Charlotte, of course, uh, at the Winthrop College Coliseum for a big television taping. It's been quite some time since we've been in that facility. It's a beautiful uh, place to come watch wrestling. It'll be tomorrow night in Rock Hill, 7 o'clock starting time for the national television taping. I'd also like to say to our fans down in Macon that uh, WCW returns to the Macon Coliseum that date Tuesday, February 25th, back here in Atlanta in the Omni on Sunday, March the 8th. And, of course, uh, the big event we are certainly looking forward to will be uh, originating from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 
It's called Super Brawl 2, of course, uh, exclusively on pay-per-view, unless you can be with us in Milwaukee. The event is Saturday, February 29th, which is Leap Year Day. Starts at 7 o'clock Eastern Time, and uh, we certainly hope that you will take advantage of that. We hope that you will take advantage of uh, our broadcast tonight. We have, uh, as we have mentioned here before, nine lines. All nine lines are blinking right now, and our producer, Bobby, is going to try to get everybody on as uh, quickly as they can. Uh, but our numbers are 872 here in Atlanta, and toll-free across the uh, nation. The number is 1-800-WSB-TALK. We are being heard tonight in 38 states around this great land of ours. And, uh, Bobby, do, are we ready to uh, bring on our guests? I think that we probably are here. Do we have Mr. Ventura on? Hello, Jess. Hello, how Jim you? Ross. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing tonight? Pretty good, pretty good. How's the weather up in uh, in Minnesota today? Actually, pretty mild. It's a nice day for Minnesota standards right now. It uh, probably was in the low 30s up here. We still got pretty good snow cover, but that's Minnesota. We're supposed to have snow. The uh, I'm sure that the city now has recovered now that all the visitors from the Super Bowl have left. Yeah, we've recovered from that, of course, and then I guess to endear myself to all all my Atlanta fans down there, you know, we're still uh, very happy we stopped the chop up here. You sure? You indeed did that. <laughs> the Braves cannot win indoors, I don't think. That's their problem. Uh, you are, many of the fans that watch wrestling are, are certainly familiar with the great work you've done over the years, not only uh, in the ring, but... Uh, course uh in the broadcast booth as well you've transcended from wrestling which i certainly admire uh working in uh i i saw the uh i saw predator and i saw the the running man have you been in any other movies with schwarzenegger or are those the two those are the two i've done with arnold schwarzenegger but i have done five other films so I, i'm up to seven right now and of course always looking for number eight when the right uh role puts itself in front of me but uh the movie business you know it can be few and far between at times you know if the right thing doesn't come along you can sit for a year and if the right things do come along you can work two or three films in a row so that's just the nature of that business would you have do you think that uh, you would have gotten into the movie uh business uh in the in the way that you did if it had not been for your exposure uh in uh, in wrestling no i don't think it would have you know i have to give wrestling the credit in its own way because uh, my manager uh barry bloom who now handles my career he was an agent in hollywood for nine and a half years and my my story i guess is your typical hollywood story where uh, Mr. Bloom happened to see me on TV and uh, recognized some talent in me that he felt that he could recognize being an agent out there for nine and a half years, and uh, we then started a business relationship. And so it was through wrestling and Barry Bloom being a wrestling fan that uh, that our uh, business relationship started. So it, it had it probably never would have developed had it not been for wrestling. And you're also working in, uh, a, in a, on a syndicated program that many of the fans that are listening now, as we said, we this program is heard in 38 states, and, and I'm sure that many of the fans are familiar with your uh, pro, your uh, work on Grudge Match, and that's a, that's a bizarre thing. <laughs> oh, the Grudge Match is great. To me, the Grudge Match is what television's all about, mindless entertainment. No, it, uh, it's a fun show to do. In fact, my producer, Rich Malcolm, used to work for Ted Turner. Right. Yeah. Uh, a few years ago, and of course, Rich is off now on his own doing his own production, but uh, he, he was uh, part of development of Turner Broadcasting in that area, area of time. 
And uh, grudge match is great because we, we let people with legitimate grudges climb into a ring and, and settle their grudges in three minutes and three rounds of fun. That uh, Anybody that watches grudge match can't go away not laughing because uh, it gets pretty humorous. The uh, This past week has been a big week as far as uh, you mentioned uh, Barry Bloom and, and he's uh, uh, been meeting with WCW officials. And it, it, as it sounds, it sounds like you had a, a, a productive week and it looks like uh, that we're going to be seeing more of Jesse the Body Ventura on our broadcast. Uh, that's right. No, we had a very good week. And in fact, uh, you will be seeing me in WCW for a minimum of two more years. That's great news. So, yeah, I don't know if it's great to you, Ross. You I, might speak different three months from now. I might, well, I, I, I'm looking forward to working uh, <laughs> Super Brawl. I had a lot of fun, quite frankly, at the Clash of Champions and the match that we got to work. It was the first time I had the uh, opportunity to work with you, and it was, a, it was a lot of fun. And I think that we're going to have a – we're both – one thing about – the, the comedy denominator that if you and I have one is the fact that we're both wrestling fans. Oh, absolutely. And I think that we're going, as as fans, and being able to sit at ringside and work together at Super Brawl, we're certainly going to have some outstanding matches to work with. So I, I'm looking forward to it. And the next two years, I think, are going to be uh, uh, two exciting years for WCW. Kay Allen Fry has uh, certainly uh, come uh, into WCW and has made some changes that are certainly noticeable. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, to me, WCW is the wrestling of the future right now. And, of course, I'm a little bit biased because I'm part of that future now, which makes me feel good. You know, I spent a year and a half basically being on, uh, if you want to call it hiatus or what have you, from the sport that I love. And there was no reason for that to happen. And uh, truthfully, and now after a year and a half, I'm back in wrestling. I'm back in with WCW. And I'm looking forward to Super Bowl the 29th. I'm warming my vocal cords up, which is something a lot of people don't realize you have to do. You know, after a year and a half out of wrestling, i got to get my vocal cords back in shape. So if I'm sounding off on you tonight, Jim Ross, you know why. You're, you're, I'm getting my vocal cords back in shape for the 29th. You're pegging the needle already. You're doing <laughs> great. You're doing great. Well, I, the the fans that have followed your career, some of our fans that uh, followed you when you were, were an active competitor in the ring, and as I said earlier, uh, more recently as a broadcaster, you were involved in, I guess, uh, the biggest uh, wrestling events in history because uh, – did you uh, didn't you work the first WrestleMania? I did all, all the first seven WrestleManias. Uh, I did every one up until this one this past spring of last year of '91, and uh, probably the biggest gatewise one was uh, was WrestleMania three, which of course was in the Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan. I believe nine thousand ninety three thousand one hundred and seventy three live, which broke the record of the Rolling Stones. They had the indoor attendance record of eighty seven five at the Superdome in New Orleans. That was uh, Hogan and Andre, right? Yep, yep, and and probably, in fact, one of our participants in Super Bowl II had what I consider the greatest match that I've ever broadcasted in my career, and that was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat when he took on Randy Macho Man Savage that night. That match rates to me as the greatest match I have ever broadcasted, but that could change the 29th of uh, February. I remember that match, uh, and both those guys uh, are from the old proverbial old school of wrestling, and, and uh, certainly the uh, 
uh, wrestling right now, uh, we are we are seeing uh, some real positive things happen in WCW. It's not positive everywhere, unfortunately. There's a lot of scrutiny right now. Uh, uh, of course, February is ratings month, and uh, everybody's doing sensational programs. I know that 2020 is going to be doing a piece on steroid abuse, uh-huh. and I know that that uh, may contain some uh, some subject matter regarding uh, wrestling, and, and that's something I'm interested in as far as uh, being in the business. I, I think I have my own opinions as far as steroids are concerned, but uh, uh, in any event, uh, it's it's going to be quite controversial. This is going to be a big month for wrestling. Oh, yeah, you know, and, and I can unequivocally tell you there will be reference to wrestling in the 2020 piece from all the information that I've gathered so far from some of the people who have been interviewed and what they're covering. Basically, to my knowledge, the 2020 piece is going to cover steroids in football, steroids in bodybuilding, and steroid use in wrestling. I know that WCW this coming week will be coming out with a an official policy on uh, the steroids and, and addressing it. And it, for the, you know, people are driving in their cars now, people are listening to us wherever they may be. Steroids is not uh, just prevalent in wrestling. As Jesse said, it's pre- prevalent in, uh, in virtually every major sport. And uh, even on the high school level, I mean, it's becoming ridiculous. Some of these kids that are 15, 16 years old wanting to bulk up and impress the football coach or start be a three-year starter. And the way they think they, they can do it is to uh, get gassed up and uh, bigger than they should be. Hey man, let me give you a little life hack just in time for mother's day and father's day. I'm talking about paintyourlife.com. That's the place where you can get a gift that mom or dad will never forget real quick. Do you remember what you got mom or dad last year for mother's day or father's day? Well, here's how you give a gift that they'll never forget. You find something that's meaningful, something that's personal. Maybe we're talking about their mom or dad. Who's no longer here. Maybe it's about a long lost relative. Maybe it's about their favorite pet. Who's no longer with us. Maybe there was always this dream that mom and dad were going to vacation to some exotic tropical island, but they never quite made it there. Well, all of those dreams can become reality at paintyourlife.com. You simply upload those photos. You can even use a photo right out of your phone. They can even help you combine photos to create one unique memory. You'll pick the artist. You'll even pick the medium. Hey, do you want oil, acrylic, watercolor, charcoal? You can even pick the frame. The whole process is less than five minutes to get started. You can get it in as little as two weeks, but along the way you work hand in hand to ensure that the artist is nailing it. They're getting exactly what you wanted and you're going to get that reaction you wanted from mom or dad. I'm telling you, this has been a home run for me. I've used it for my mom, for my dad, for my father-in-law, for my cousin, for my wife. It's great for any occasion, but with mother's day and father's day right around the corner, how do we show the people who gave us everything that we really care? I don't think you can beat a meaningful gift like this from paintyourlife.com. And if you're looking to give the best and most meaningful gift you've ever given, paintyourlife.com can hook you up. And there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money's refunded, guaranteed. And right now is a limited time offer. You can get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping. Now to get this special offer, just text the word Ross to 87204. That's Ross to 87204. Text ROSS to 87204. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Message and data rates may apply. See paintyourlife.com slash terms for details. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a horrible thing because it's, it's the domino effect. You know, once it starts, it keeps on rolling and keeps on gaining momentum. And I think here in the United States, and for, and for that matter, all over the world, it has gotten to epidemic proportions, the use of steroids, you know. And I think it, it came to the height when Ben Johnson was disqualified in the 100 meters in the Olympics a couple years ago. Yeah. That brought it into the mainstream right there because all of a sudden here you had the nation of Canada you know, uh, as high as they could possibly be in enthusiasm because uh, the, the, the young fella, Ben Johnson from Canada, wins the Olympic gold, and then three days later they're, they're you know, at the, the epitome of downfall, you know, when, when Johnson is stripped of his Olympic gold medal before testing positive to steroids. And I think it's something that we as a culture have to look at because the picture is bigger than steroids itself. I think, in my opinion, the the country has lost sight of, of the enjoyment of competition and the will to be number one has overtaken that and everybody looks at number one and looks at you know accomplishing being number one as the ultimate goal and they don't care how they do it whether it's the use of dangerous drugs or the use of cheating which using steroids basically is cheating exactly and uh, you know and, and so it's something that i think our society has to take a second look at and it's something that i think parents out there need to take a second look at in my opinion today the only true athletic competition left is the special olympics the handicap because they're out there competing for the sake of crossing the line and that in itself is a victory and and it doesn't so much matter whether you win first second or third it's the joy of competing and that's what i think our sports situation has got to get back to a little bit more in this country very good point uh, ladies and gentlemen our guest tonight on wrestling with jim ross jesse the body ventura uh will be taking your calls momentarily uh but i do want to remind you that this portion of wrestling with jim ross is brought to you by impel marketing the makers of the Stomp Collection, the official trading cards of WCW. And we'll be back with more with Jesse the Body Ventura on WSB right after this. This is Tony Schiavone of World Championship Wrestling. You're listening to Wrestling with Jim Ross on AM 750 WSB. If you'd like to call and talk, call in Atlanta at 872-0750 or outside of Atlanta, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And we're back here, ladies and gentlemen, on the broadcast. Uh, the weather looks uh, real nice. As a matter of fact, tomorrow it's going to be uh, turning a little bit cloudy and somewhat cooler. Rain could be developing tomorrow afternoon, but the high still going to be 57 degrees here in Atlanta. The low tomorrow night, 51. Right now it's 50 degrees in Atlanta. And you're, We are uh, talking with Jesse the Body Ventura, the mayor of Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. And, Jess, a lot of people, I think, have read about uh, you being the mayor and thought it might have been uh, more uh, of the, uh, pardon the expression, wrestling hype that we uh, get caught up in from time to time but this is a a real you're the real mayor of brooklyn park in minnesota oh yeah and and you know a lot of people probably don't realize that you know brooklyn park is a north ring suburb of minneapolis it is the sixth largest city in the state of minnesota and our population is around fifty seven thousand people so it's a 
you know, it's a, a major suburb of Minneapolis, so I, I do carry a little responsibility every Monday night at city council meetings. You uh, Last year, you also uh, worked uh, with the Minnesota Vikings for doing the color on their radio broadcast. Uh, I know that uh, I'd love to have the opportunity to do that sometime myself as a big football fan. That must have been a lot of fun because I know that you uh, really have followed the game uh, since uh, you were a kid. Oh, yeah, definitely. I've been a football fan. I played football through junior high and high school, played a year of service ball, a year of college ball, and then got into wrestling. But uh, uh, I did work two years uh, for neighboring Tampa Bay. You know, I was with the Tampa Bay right. Buccaneers for two years. And then this year I came up and worked with the Minnesota Vikings. And uh, hopefully I'll be back with the Vikings uh, again this fall. Or one never knows. You know, football's a lot like wrestling. You know, you can end up whoever knows where. Well, the Vikings got a new guy. Got Mike Holgram uh, there uh, from the 49ers. No, no, no. Dennis Green. Dennis Green. Stanford. I'm sorry. Right. Holgram went to where did he go? The Packers? Uh, yeah, he's with the Packers. That's right. Yeah, no, we got Dennis Green, the, uh, the former Stanford coach, and kind of funny because Bill Walsh was the one that promoted Dennis Green to the Vikings, and then he jumped right in and took the Stanford job. Right. And Green's <laughs> a real uh, a good football coach. Oh, yeah. And, uh, of course, and then he, he went out and got Tony Dungy, an ex-Minnesota golfer who used to be the defensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was uh, with Kansas City. He's now coming in as the new defensive coordinator up here under Dennis Green. So we're looking for a new uh, fresh year up here and uh, but there's a lot of trade rumors you know we understand up here that the Atlanta Falcons are looking at Herschel Walker real hard people talked about that earlier tonight with Jeff Van Note here on Sports Talk and uh, it's kind of a it's interesting to hear him talk about it because Herschel has such a, it's such a sentimental favorite of the Georgians of course uh-huh. uh, being an all-American Heisman trophy winner led the Bulldogs to the uh, national championship high school all-American and now he's an Olympian yeah. Uh, but uh, there's some there's some concern not to give up a lot for Herschel, who who they're a little bit leery when he says he wants to finish his career out in Georgia. You know, how much does he have left, I think, is one of the questions. I think he's got a lot left. I mean, I think, you know, to qualify for that Olympic bobsled team, and I think they finished seventh, which was a little disappointing. We were all kind of hoping that, that Herschel and, and the driver of the sled, uh, Simmer, I think his name was, or something, would would medal, but they did come in seventh and I guess only like 1.3 tenths of a second or something behind the gold medalist, so he did very well, but I think the Vikings would be happy if Atlanta gave us their two first-round draft picks sure. for him. I'm sure they would. I'm sure you'd be happy to negotiate that deal. Uh, Jess, let's go to the telephones, and, okay. and uh, we've got a we've got every every line is full, and we want to get the, the folks on here with Jesse the Body Ventura. We're going to go to our long-distance line first and talk to Jeremy up in Tennessee. Hi, Jeremy. Hi, um, I wanted to ask, Jesse, um, why did you leave WWF and decide to join WCW? Why did I leave the WWF? Well, I left the WWF in August of 90 over a, over a marketing problem. Uh, I own the rights to my name and, uh, and the licensing rights and the trademark to Jesse the Body Ventura, and I sold that trademark name or, or to Sega Genesis, the video company. And the WWF felt I did not have the right to do that. And so they subsequently uh, terminated me and released me at that point. And I'd rather not go into any more talk on that because we're involved in a little bit of federal litigation there, over it. That was, uh, that was, I think that's the way to answer that question. Thanks a lot for your call tonight from Tennessee. Now we're going to go back to our long-distance line and talk to uh, Jay down in Louisiana. Hi, Jay. Hey. How you doing, Kim? Fine. I got a couple questions and a comment. All right, sir. About Brutus, Beefcake, and Hulk Hogan being related, are they brothers or cousins? Well, They're nothing. They're friends. Yeah, and, uh, 
Well, I got. Are you? Are you? Have, do you have stage fright? You have, <laughs> you have a question written down? Uh, yeah. What's, what's your other question? Yeah, about uh, I need yeah question for Jesse. He's, okay, go ahead. He's listening. Uh, what's your view about WWF and WCW? What are my views about them? I view them they're two they're two wrestling organizations with two different sets of management. Probably somebody I'm guessing that you're a little too young to to remember this, but I kind of view it as the situation that we had in pro football a number of years back when you had the NFL and the AFL. And they're they're two competing organizations and but I, I would beg to differ in wrestling. I don't think that they'll ever be under one roof. I think they'll always remain separate. Uh, I think WCW is the wrestling of the future right now. I think the talent's younger and uh, a little bit more aggressive. The WWF has been a little bit too complacent the last couple of years, and they're resting too much on their laurels. Thanks, Jay, for your call. Let's go back to the phones and talk to uh, Marilyn in Atlanta. You're on uh, Wrestling with Jim Ross and Jesse the Body Ventura. Okay, I want to ask three questions. Uh, did Buzz Sawyer die? Buzz Sawyer passed away last week. Okay, um... How come Rick Rude don't wrestle Lex Luger? I thought the U.S. title, uh, the one that held the U.S. title, was supposed to... Well, he's not supposed to, Marilyn. He's the number one contender, and they have to come to terms in their contract negotiations. And uh, Paul E. Dangerous, he's a very shrewd man. Uh, and so if he was here, he could probably answer that better than I. But uh, the way it's paired up at Super Brawl, Luger and Sting and Rude and Steamboat, I think, is the best pairing. Okay. What about Larry Zabisco pairing up Larry Zabisco against Lex Luger? Uh, well, I, I, it would probably be a good match, but I haven't heard any talk about uh, that situation. You know, Jess, uh, wrestling fans, I think wrestling fans are probably getting more knowledgeable than they were years ago. Years ago, there were, were no radio programs, and uh, all these newsletters and all the journalists uh, have certainly uh, made an impact, I think, on the sport in that regard. Oh, definitely. And, and, and you know, the thing is about fans now is they, they communicate with each other. I mean, you got fans in Atlanta <laughs> communicating with fans in Los Angeles. Really? And, fans in san francisco communicating with those in new york so you know there's there's uh not too much the hardcore fan doesn't doesn't uh know about as it happens within wrestling that they know about it probably as quickly as some of the officials know about it no kidding and uh, sometimes they know more than we do fans uh, we're going to be uh taking a break here in just a moment we're going to be back with jesse the body ventura you're listening to wrestling with jim ross on news talk radio am 750 wsb this is Michael P.S. Hayes with the fabulous Freebirds. And baby, when you're hot, you're hot. And the hottest thing going in talk radio today is wrestling with Jim Ross here on AM750 WSB. And if you think you're hot enough to handle it, call 872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. Welcome back, everyone, to the broadcast. Uh, my guest tonight, Jesse the Body Ventura, the Honorable Mayor of Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. And I do want to remind everyone that... We'll have a national television taping for our fans in the Rock Hill, South Carolina area. Of course, Rock Hill just outside Charlotte, North Carolina. That'll be at the Winthrop College Coliseum tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Action back down in Macon, Georgia at the Coliseum there on Tuesday, February 25th. The Omni here in Atlanta, Sunday, March the 8th. And, of course, uh, Jess and I will be working together uh, at Super Brawl 2 exclusively on pay-per-view Saturday, February 29th, 7 o'clock Eastern Time. It's a pay-per-view event. 
You can see it by calling your local cable company 13 days away, or you could be there with us. And I think that's the best way to see a wrestling match, be there in person. What do you think so, Jess? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, it's it's the only way to go, really. I mean, uh, television's fine and dandy, but there's the, the, you don't get the excitement as good as you do live. Let's go back to telephones and talk to Walt, who's calling us from Canton, Ohio. Hello, Walt. Hi, how you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Hey, I enjoy your broadcast on the television. Well, thank you. Sure wish you guys could get a, a TV talk call-in show. A TV talk call-in show, a la Larry King. I tell you what, if, if, you've got a lot of wrestling people in the world that can't even get through to you on the radio. On the radio, we don't even get your program here. You're just uh, calling to. Uh, what? I'm just calling to make a couple of comments All right. concerning the interference <laughs> during the matches. All right. Especially with Medusa and Lady Diamond and all these other women. Right. Now I've seen Dragon come close to hitting her a couple of times. He's too much of a gentleman. Well, he can't hear, but why can't he paddle her? Paddle her? Yes, sir. Sounds a little weird to me, Walt. I don't know. I beg your pardon. Tommy Rich did. Well, what do you think about, <laughs> Jess, what do you think about that? Well, one thing I, I don't think Medusa would stand for, and what people fail to realize, Medusa's pretty tough. I mean, she's not your run-of-the-mill regular little lady that you might walk in, run into at the supermarket. She's a trained wrestler who's wrestled a lot in Japan, and she's a pretty tough customer, and I don't think she'd sit still for any type of paddling. Well, uh, I've seen Tommy Rich do it a few years back here, and he embarrassed her enough she never did come back. <laughs> what else on your mind tonight, Walt? Well, I just uh, enjoy your broadcast on TV, and I want to wish you a lot of luck, and uh, give out your 800 number on your uh, TV shows. All right, I'll do that, Walt. Thank you for calling tonight from... Uh, uh, Ohio, right? Know where he was, Bobby? Canton. Ohio gentleman, nice yeah, guy. Yeah, Canton, Ohio. Canton, Ohio. Ohio. Pro Football Hall of Fame. No, no doubt about it. Let's see. Let's go. Uh, we've got some, a lot of folks in the. But I'll find out for you. And I want to know. Uh, I was telling you about the uh, match about. Russell Eaton and Ricky Jackson, mm -hmm. and Paulie Dangerously is going to be caged. Do you think he's going to pay for more? To he's not going to be caged. He's not even going to be at ringside. Paulie Dangerously has been, uh, been barred from ringside. Uh, the interesting stipulation, Jess, something that uh, certainly could uh, perhaps influence the uh, outcome of that match. Paulie Dangerously at Super Brawl announced this weekend would uh, not be allowed at ringside in the match involving Rude and Steamboat. And you've had managers in your career. Yeah. Uh, what will what will that do for a veteran like Rude, if anything? Well, it, it's not a lot, I don't think. I mean, I, I think it's much ado about nothing. And if I was Paul Lee, I, I, I would definitely uh, seek to have that overturned. I mean, he's a licensed manager. He's entitled to be at ringside. And I think it's a little bit of bias on the part of WCW to ban him from ringside for that particular match. I think Ricky Steamboat's pulled a little politics. Okay, could uh, be interesting that night. He certainly has been... Uh, uh, I, we're going to hear more about that, I'm sure, from Dangerously next weekend. Back to the telephones. We're going to talk to Mike. Hi, Mike. Yeah, do you have the results from the Omni? The, the last week's Omni? Yeah. Uh, not completely. I know that Abdul the Butcher won the cage match against Cactus Jack, and I know that Sting's team won the tag match, and I know that Barry Windham defeated Larry Zabisco in the one-fall death match. And um, what do, you, what do you think about the Hulk Hogan and Sid, Sid Justice feud? The Hulk Hogan-Sid Justice feud. Well, uh... 
Let's let uh, Jesse the Body Ventura uh, give you his uh, thumbnail sketch of the Hulk Hogan, Jess, or uh, Sid Vicious, or Sid Justice, whatever his name is now. Uh, yeah, I, I'll tell you, I'm not totally up on the thing. I guess the, the biggest problem I had with the whole situation there, if you want to take it back to when uh, Ric Flair... Uh, they had the press conference where they listed the five top contenders and pre uh, WWF President Jack Tunney was then going to name the, the, the top wrestler to wrestle Flair. I, for the life of me, did not understand why Sid Justice was even in the top five. I mean, the guy has been out with an injury for six months. He hasn't wrestled uh, nearly enough in the last year to place him as a top five contender in any wrestling organization. And so I think there was politics there on the part of the WWF even to name him as part of the top five. And as far as his showdown with Hogan, well, I, I, I got to give the advantage to Hogan. I think that Justice is, is too green yet. He ain't been wrestling long enough. And when he gets down to, to the veteran uh, in it, Hogan will take him. I think I agree with you wholeheartedly. That whole Sid, Ju Sid Justice has been one of the more controversial figures in the sport in the last year or so. I don't see why they rate him so high. I it's, mean, the guy hasn't re he was injured when he was with WCW and didn't wrestle for a few years. <laughs> and the same thing happens now. I mean, obviously the guy, he's loaded with muscles, but they're, to me they're not functionable muscles because he gets hurt too much. He's certainly injury prone. Uh, yeah, way too much. Well, I'll tell you something we all agree on, or at least you and I do. The best shave of your life is with Henson shaving. I love this product. I'm going to use it forever and ever. It's the last razor I'll ever need. I think you're going to like it too. Henson shaving is a great company. First of all, they're a family owned business. You know, I love that, but how about this? This wasn't the original plan. Henson shaving is an aerospace parts manufacturer. Yeah, you heard me. They've made parts for the international space station and Mars Rover. And now. They're using their aerospace grade CNC machines to make metal razors that are just 0.0013 inches. That's less than the thickness of a human hair. It means a secure and stable blade that gives you a vibration free shave. The razor also has built in channels to evacuate hair and cream, which makes clogging virtually impossible. You see Henson shaving wanted to make the best razor, not the best razor business. You see a lot of other razor businesses, they're going to put you in a plastic razor and sign you up for a subscription and have proprietary blades and then switch it out every year or two. So there's some planned obsolescence and you got to buy the new one. None of that exists here with Henson. This is the same type dual edge razor that your grandfather used, except this has the benefits of new school tech. Those CNC machines are getting this dude down to 0 0.0013 inches. So it's the best of the old school feel with all the new school tech, but my favorite part about Henson shaving is not only is it better than what you've been doing as far as your shave experience, it's also cheaper. You see, it's only three to $5 to replace the blades, not three to $5 a week, not three to $5 a month, not three to $5 a quarter, three to $5 a year. How do you beat that? Let's say no to subscriptions and say yes to a razor that will last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com slash JR to pick the razor for you and use the code JR and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just be sure to add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades. When you head to H E N S O N S H A V I N G.com slash JR and use the promo code JR. Go back to the phones and talk to Sean. Sean, you're on wrestling with Jim Ross and Jesse, the body Ventura. Well, how you doing? Good. Okay, first of all, uh, I'll make some comments to Jesse, and then I have three questions. And Hurry, because we got lots of people trying to get on. 
Okay, first of all, Jesse, I've been a fan of yours way back. Well, I didn't actually get there firsthand to see the matches because I was a little bit too young then, but uh, the Miracle videotape, I've seen a lot of your matches from the AWA. Oh, yeah, those go back when I was with Adrian Adonis, the East-West Connection. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm a real big fan of yours. Thank you. I was wondering if you ever thought about going back to wrestling. Uh, no, I want I want to be known for one thing. I want to be known as the wrestler who, when he said he retired, did. Okay. And I think that's something to be proud of because I think that you know, and today you get too many guys make the decision to retire, and then nine months later they they didn't retire. They come back. And uh, when I made the decision to retire in 1986, I so far have honored that, and I did retire. And so I, I, I would rather sit where I am now, sitting next to Jim Ross, because it's a lot easier. And I can beat up Jim Ross. Not all the guys in the ring I can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> True. <laughs> and my next question, uh, Teddy Long, he made some comments on TV69 last night about making a return to WCW. and. What will his role in WCW be? I think Teddy is going to uh, be uh, doing some broadcasting, and uh, so we probably will be seeing more of him on some of the broadcasts, the TV broadcasts in the next, uh, I'll probably by mid-March or some, in the next month or so, uh, Sean. Okay, and uh, I got one more question, but first I want to uh, answer a question. Last week, someone asked about J.W. Storm. Yeah. He was wrestling for the independent circuit in PNW. Yeah. And he also wrestled uh, during the Tuesday in Texas pay-per-view for the WWF. Oh, did he? Yes. Um, Where do you get all this information, Sean? You're a, you're just a fountain of information. Yeah, I read a lot of magazines. Okay. All right, buddy. Okay, and my last question. Uh, first of all, congratulations to Ron Simmons and Big Josh. and New like, U.S. Tag Champions. Won them today on TV. Yeah, and I'd like to um, ask Big Josh, before wrestling for the WCW, did he wrestle as Maniac Matt Bourne in USWA? Yes, we've talked about that before. He sure has. He changed uh, a new identity and perhaps a new... Uh, a lot of fans, uh, Jess, they, they see guys from one part of the television as a powerful tool. Oh, yeah, you definitely. Can, you know, uh, and, and I can even take it farther than that. I'm good friends with his father, Tough Tony Bourne, a Tough legend Tony. in the world of pro wrestling. Tough Tony, he was a dandy. Yep. He certainly was. Let's go to... Uh, our in-state watch line and talk to Jason and Calhoun. Hello, Jason. Hey, Jim. How's it going? Good, thank you. I got a comment for Jesse the Body right quick. I got one quick question for you. All right. Uh, hello, Jesse. Yeah, go ahead. How's it going? Good. How you doing? Pretty good. I want you to know that it's uh, been a year and a half that you've been sorely missed, and it's great to have you back in wrestling, and, and especially in WCW where the emphasis is wrestling instead of cartoons and lunch boxes and everything like that. <laughs> now, I want you to know it's great to have you back, and I really enjoy your show, Grudge Match. Thank you. Well, I, it's a pleasure to be back. Like I said, it was a year and a half out of the sport that, you know, I didn't particularly enjoy being out of the of the sport that I love so much. And, uh, you know, I'm happy WCW has given me an opportunity to come back and do what I do best, and that's wrestling. You said earlier that you had a, had a two-year extension deal with WCW. Well, it's not really an extension. It's a brand new one. Well, you'd be working on a telev weekly television shows. Yep. Do you know which, uh, which one would be TBS or syndication or? Syndication. Syndication. All right. Great. Yep. Jim. Yes. Um, I want to ask you a quick question. Um, I talked to you a couple weeks ago about the, you know, back here we have Super Brawl parties every right. pay per view and everything. Yeah, you have all your buddies come over for the pay per views. We got um, a lot of people, you know, are getting real excited here. We started getting all the plans ready, and uh, I was wondering why the um, the Freebirds aren't a part of Super Brawl this year. Well, I, I really don't know other than. Uh, 
they're really not involved in any type of uh, situation right now that would merit them being on that card. As a matter of fact, this card uh, is uh, being modified almost as we speak. I know that on the television part of Super Brawl, they're going to have eight matches, and four of those matches will be championship matches. And I think what the thinking is, Jason, is that if we put eight matches or approximately seven, eight, nine matches, but this time it's going to be eight, and make these time limits a little bit longer, the fans will see more quality wrestling. And I really believe that's what you want for your twenty four ninety five. That's what most people want is to see more quality wrestling. Now, I'm certainly not saying that Freebirds aren't quality wrestlers. That's not even the issue. The issue is is that this card is loaded from start to finish, and right Right now, the Freebirds really aren't involved in any any uh, uh, feud with anyone that uh, you know is, is significant enough for them to be put on this card because this card, like I said, is loaded from top to bottom. And uh, I was talking, you know, to everybody that was planning on coming over, and what we see talking about there, it definitely looks like every bit of twenty four dollars worth. The way it's shaped up right now with the matches, it's you know from beginning to end. Yeah, it'd be it's going to be top, good. Top notch, five star all the way. It's going to be a good one. And I'm, and I'm glad you guys are going to watch it down in Calhoun. And, Jason, I always appreciate your call, and thanks for holding it as long as you did. Jason held it about 30 minutes. Jess, this card is really going to be something at Super Brawl. We're going to take a break here in just a moment. But when we come back, fans, I do want to uh, – I'm going to be taking uh, Jake's call from Baltimore and John's call from Peoria, Illinois, and our other uh, listeners. We're going to try to get everybody on with Jesse the Body Ventura. And we're going to talk about some of these matchups. And we'll have that uh, as Wrestling with Jim Ross continues right after this. This is the Stinger here for Jim Ross on AM 750 WSB. Give him a call and talk to him right now on 872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. Call now. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the broadcast. Wrestling with Jim Ross here in Atlanta. It's 49 degrees right now here in Atlanta. We have uh, our newest broadcast colleague in WCW, Jesse the Body Ventura on the phone with us uh, from uh, his home in Minnesota. Jesse will be at ringside with yours truly for the Super Brawl 2 broadcast. It's just 13 days away, and uh, we're really looking forward to that. And, Jess, we got a lot more people uh, that want to get on, and we should. I wish I had two hours here tonight with you, but uh, in, in any event, we're going to talk now to Jake. Jake's in uh, Baltimore. Hello, Jake. Uh, hey, Jim. How you doing? Um, uh, hi, 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 Jess. How you doing, Jake? Yeah. Um, I got a couple questions and a comment. All right. Um, uh, my comment is, I was down the Baltimore Arena last night, and the car was great. Good. Yeah, I liked it, really. And my uh, first question is, um, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, will you have a Jesse Body Award? Um, another Jesse Body Award? In WCW? Yeah, in WCW. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I will or not. I, you know, I, I kind of got overshadowed. You know, we just had a couple weeks ago the Paulie Awards, and I thought yeah. they were terrific. <laughs> yeah, because I really liked the... You know, and uh, but amazing that it all—it happened to be all the Dangerous Alliance seemed to win all the Paulie <laughs> Awards. I don't know if Jim Ross had part of that voting or not. No, I'm a non-voting member of that organization. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw that. Um, and my second question is: I heard a rumor going around that Lex Luger was going to WWF. I mean, I—I I just heard that rumor that um, Luger was going to WWF. I guess on that, on that, you'd have to ask Luger. I mean, I, I don't think he can be going to the WWF considering he's still the WCW yeah, champion that's, of the that's, world. We that's, that's what I'm saying. We could have asked him that question last week if he hadn't stiffed us and uh, not returned our phone calls. But uh, in any event, let's not go off on a tangent. I've been, yeah, I know. I heard that somewhere he was going to the WWF. I don't know. Well, you never you hear. You, wrestling is great for rumors, Jake. What else is on your mind um, in the non-rumor category? <laughs> 
And no, rumor. Um, besides that, uh, that's about it. I just I said I liked the card. Um, All right. Well, it was great. I'll tell Gary Jester you were there and uh, you liked the card, and I'm sure he'll appreciate that. I'm, and I, we appreciate you being with us uh, in Baltimore here on the radio tonight. Now let's go to John in Peoria, Illinois. Hello, John. How you doing, Jim? Good, thank you. Yeah, are you going to be coming back to Peoria to do a show? I don't know exactly when we're going to go back to Peoria, John, uh, but I know that we're going to be in Chicago on uh, uh, Sunday afternoon, March 1st, the day after Super Brawl. All right. Yeah. Have you heard anything about Mr. Hughes being suspended? No, Mr. Hughes is uh, back wrestling. That was uh, Mr. Hughes' is, uh, wrestling. As a matter of fact, I saw him just last week, so he's back at it. Uh, line three is uh, another John, and this one is in uh, Battle Creek, Michigan. Hello, John. How you doing, Jim? Good. Thanks for calling tonight. Well, thanks. I've got one question. Before I got a question, I got a comment. Um, that is on Big Josh. Today, when he won the uh, tag team mm-hmm. championship, the U.S. tag team championship, Tony Schiavone said that that was his first championship that he won in WCW, but in fact, he won the six man championship. We announcer, we announcers are not infallible. In the heat of battle, sometimes we forget things, right, Jess? Why have they dropped the U.S. The, the you forget things. I never uh, forget nothing. See what I mean? Uh, he never forgets a thing. Why? Why we drop what? The six man. Uh, I don't know if there's an official statement on that or not, but I uh, I think that there's a there's a large portion of the people there in the uh, WCW offices that feel that uh, there are too many championships and they somewhat delude the overall effect of being a champion. Oh, that's too bad. Okay, well, I got one question for Jesse. I'm going to make it quick for you. Oh, go ahead. First of all, Jesse, it's wonderful to have you back. Thank you. It's great to be back. Um, now, Luger is going to WWF. Do you think now with, with the Road Warriors and Flair and, and Sid Vicious and Luger leaving, the the level uh, people keep flocking there. What can WCW do to keep people there? Well, first, first of all, uh, you know whether Luger's going there or not is news to me. I, I, I there's no official announcement out of WWF that Luger is still the WCW Heavyweight Champion. So I highly doubt that he could be doing anything with the WWF because if he's under contract, that's tampering, and that becomes a legal matter then. Oh, uh, and and so I I highly doubt that you know if, if it's in his mind that he wants to go there, that's fine and dandy. And as far as the guys going to the to WWF from WCW, well, it seems to me most of them leave WCW when they're all done with WCW anyway, so they're used merchandise anyway. That's a very good point. Now Luger is supposed to defend the title every. 30 days, but he hasn't. Why is that, Jim Ross? Because the Steiners had to give theirs up when they didn't defend He defended theirs. it. Uh, he defended it in January. Yeah, but that's, you know. And uh, I don't really, you know, we ought to have Kay Allen Fry here to answer those questions, to be quite frank about it, John. I really don't know uh, all about that. You know, that clause is a 30-day clause, but yeah. in professional athletics anymore, there's, uh, well, I, there's so many uh, little clauses, and, and, and Luger's uh, got a very good contract, and I'm sure this contract has got some some time built in, some time that he can take off without having to defend the title. So I think whenever he's actually wrestling uh, within a 30-day period, he's got to defend the title. But he does have certain, you know, they can't wrestle, the WCW can't make him wrestle 31 days a month. So he's got some time coming off, and I think that's what he's exercising now. I'll let you get to the other call. All right, John, thanks a lot for calling us from... Uh, Battle Creek, Michigan. We're going to try to take one more call here and talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie. Hello, Jim. Hello, Jesse. How y'all How doing? How you doing, Eddie? Fine. I got a couple of comments and questions for Jesse. Go ahead. First of all, Jesse, uh, when I first seen you, I wasn't sure what to make of you in regards to your uh, opinions, but I am glad to say that because you have told it like it is, that you're very honest. I got myself among a fan of yours. I enjoy Predator and a Running Man. 
Thank you. Well, I, I think if I could answer that right away, I, I think the difference between me and all the other announcers that you see around, especially the color announcers. Now, I'm excluding your play-by-play men, which is like Jim Ross. It's like Tony Schiavone, Vince McMahon, what have you. But the difference between me and all these other announcers is, if you notice, all the other announcers have a, have a financial interest or a personal interest in, in different wrestlers and matches. I don't. I'm not affiliated to anybody. I'm not involved in anybody. If you look at the WWF, you got Heenan behind the mic up there. Well, Heenan's involved with Flair. Heenan's always involved with somebody. So he's very biased announcer. You got Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect's now involved with Ric Flair as part of that entourage and all that. And that, I think, is the major difference between them and me. I don't owe anybody nothing. I'm not involved with anybody. I don't care who wins. I call it like it is. And that's the big, big difference. Jess, we're just about out of time. I want to thank you very much for taking time to be with us here tonight. And oh, my pleasure. We're going to uh, we're going to be broadcasting WCW from Milwaukee on the 29th uh, from six to seven Eastern, uh, and then Jess and I'll be broadcasting at ringside from Super Brawl. I certainly look forward to it, my friend. Oh, me too. I mean, I'm so pumped up for Super Brawl the 29th. I can't wait for it to get here. I mean, it's my debut back where I belong behind the mic in the world of wrestling. Guys, you've been hearing about Blue Chew for a while now. If you haven't tried it already, why not? BlueChew.com is helping guys needing extra confidence in the bedroom because of things like age, stress, or anxiety, and they can help you too. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. And now they also have Vardenafil mint-flavored chewables with the active ingredient in Levitra and Staxon. BlueChew's tablets help men combat all forms of ED. Because Blue Chew is an online prescription service, that means no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversation, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door, too, all in a discreet package. Now, the process is simple. You'll sign up at BlueChew.com. You'll consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part? It's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problems here. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA. They prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy too. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code JR at checkout, just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. The promo code is JR to receive your very first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring today's podcast. Now it's wrestling with Jim Ross on AM 750 WSB. You can talk to America's leading wrestling broadcaster and his guests. Call 872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. Now, here's Jim Ross. Thank you very much, John, and hello again, everyone, and welcome to the broadcast tonight. Uh, It has been a very exciting weekend for us in the World Championship Wrestling, and it's just the beginning of an exciting week because uh, this coming uh, Tuesday night will be uh, live on TBS at the Class of Champions and uh, I will be working at ringside with my colleague and friend Tony Schiavone who's right here in the studio. And Tony, welcome back to the program. Always great to be here, Jim. 
It's going to be a lot of fun Tuesday night, and fans are going to be taking your calls. We'd like to talk about the Clash of Champions or any other questions you have regarding World Championship Wrestling or whatever may be on your mind. Of course, you know to do that by calling 872-0750, and our long-distance line is one 800 WSB Talk. Also, remember for our fans in the Atlanta area that this Wednesday night the, uh, we'll be taping at Center Stage, a big national television taping. That starts at 7 o'clock, and it's Wednesday night at Center Stage, and we're coming just uh, 24 hours after the clash. Could be a big, big night Wednesday. We could have a, a new world champion when we go to Center Stage Wednesday. We certainly could because, yeah. uh, we, as a matter of fact, we have the opportunity to have four new champions That's at right. Center Stage because there are going to be four championship matches at the Clash. And also tonight we're going to be talking about uh, the uh, big tradition in the Omni, which is Thanksgiving night for WCW. Eight o'clock will be the starting time. And, Tony, we're going to be uh, working with the uh, nice people from the Starlight Foundation on Thanksgiving night. Starlight Foundation and WCW have worked uh, closely together before. I believe the Starlight Foundation people will have uh, containers out around the concession areas for you to drop your spare change in to give these uh, unfortunate children their wishes during the holiday season. For you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that may not be aware, uh, WCW does a lot of work with the Starlight Foundation. As a matter of fact, our Director of Information Services, Wayne Coulter, is uh, on their board of directors, as a matter of fact. And uh, the Starlight Foundation grants uh, wishes to... Uh, uh, terminally and uh, critically ill children. So it's a real good cause, and we hope you'll join us. That'll be on Thanksgiving night in the Omni. We expect another big crowd there. And uh, before we talk about the Clash of Champions, and before I start taking your calls here on AM 750 WSB, uh, I've had a very uh, unique week. Uh, we left Wednesday night from Hartsfield and uh, flew all night and landed Thursday morning in London, and within about an hour of landing, we were in uh, press conferences and uh, interviews with the media because World Championship Wrestling will be making their debut in Europe, uh, in, uh, in London. I believe the dates are the uh, 10th, 11th, and 12th of December. That's right. That'll be in London, the uh, Olympia Grand Hall, those three dates. Three dates in a row in, in, in London, and then on the 13th in Sheffield, right. the new Arena in Sheffield, and then... Uh, on uh, Saturday night, the 14th, and that's where I was uh, today, uh, we'll, we'll be in uh, Dublin, Ireland, at the Point uh, Depot, as they say there. They call it the Depot? The Depot, oh. yes. All right. Yes, chap. A lot of excitement over uh, across the seas uh, that you brought and some of the superstars brought over there, right? We took Johnny B. Bad over and uh, PN News, and we were on every major radio and uh, television program uh, in uh, Europe uh, or I should say in England and in, uh, in uh, Ireland. We were on the uh, version of uh, what would be here in the States, Good Morning America. We were on what would be the equivalent here of the uh, Donahue Show, talk shows. We were on primetime national television last night uh, in Ireland, in Dublin, uh, with uh, PN News and uh, Johnny B. Bad doing some fun stuff. And we were on national radio, and I was, I was being interviewed by this real famous sports guy there, uh, and I was having to... We were, we were conducting the interview around him giving the horse race results and the Irish football results. And, and they're like frantic. You know, the, the, the Irish people are wonderful and uh, going to be what an atmosphere that would be. I would love to be able to tape that event and show it back to our fans uh, here in the States because the Irish people are fun-loving. You know, they're, they're gregarious, wonderful people. And uh, so this guy... He must have had a lot of pounds riding on these horse races because every time the football scores came in, he kind of gave them kind of, you know, mundane. 
But boy, when the horse race results came in, he was he was freaking out. Boy, he was it was something. So we had a great time over there, and uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun for WCW and our athletes. Boy, this is going to be a lot of traveling. Talk about some frequent flyer miles. The Bruce Crew starts November thirtieth, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, interesting thing about that. There's uh, people. People say sometimes, "Well, what what is your audience? Are the kids, men, women? Eighty five percent or ninety percent of the people going to the Bruce Cruise are female." So, Jim, what does that tell you? Tells me we got a lot of female wrestling fans <laughs> that right. want to meet the wrestlers. Want to meet the wrestlers on a in a cruise atmosphere? Yeah, you know, we ought to have a. Maybe you and I could almost like impersonate Chuck Woolery and have a one of these dating game. Uh, new, what do they call it? Uh, the love, love connection. connection. Yeah, oh, love yeah. connection. The love connection. So should be fun. And then we'll go back to England and, and, and Ireland in December. Then in early January, we go back to Tokyo. Right. And uh, they have sold, I think, uh, over a million and a half dollars worth of tickets for that event. Sold a little over a million dollars worth the first day the tickets went on sale in Tokyo. So that should be fun. We had a good time there. It was fun being in that baseball stadium. Yeah. Oh, wow. You've been talking about over Tokyo. That was the biggest wrestling event I'd ever been to. And, of course, I'd been to some big ones as you have. You worked at WrestleMania? Yeah, I worked WrestleMania six at the, the Skydome. And it wasn't as big as that event right there. So it was, uh, it was, a, fun, uh, it was a fun situation. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to be a lot of traveling. But we want to talk about the uh, Clash of Champions. It's going to be live this Tuesday night on TBS. It should be a really an outstanding uh, event. Quite frankly, I feel... That this lineup, Tony, and just in my opinion, is a stronger lineup wrestling-wise from start to finish than Halloween Havoc was. And Halloween Havoc turned out to be a heck of a wrestling program. Halloween Havoc, I think, showed a lot of people exactly uh, what our athletes are made of. Because Ron Simmons, uh, little did we know that uh, uh, during that match he had uh, suffered a broken hand. And he wasn't 100%, but he gave a tremendous matchup. Beautiful Bobby and Terrence Taylor had a great matchup. So I think for as far as uh, showing the world exactly what WCW is made of, athletic ability and uh, raw athletes, I think that was a step for us. And I think the Clash of Champions, you're right, the lineup is just going to be great. You know, for the fans that saw it, uh, it's easy to sit, and sit back and Monday morning quarterback anything, whether it be Georgia's victory over Auburn yesterday or the Falcons' route of uh, Tampa Bay this afternoon. But it's hard to have a two-hour and 50-minute program where you don't have some action that's not as good as others. I mean, we don't have parity. There's no parity on this card. You're going to have peaks and you're going to have battles. You're not going to have 12 great matches in the No, match. and you're not going to have 12 bad ones either. And the situation, I think, after we got past the cage match, which is a little bizarre, and, per- and quite frankly for me, maybe a little bit too bizarre yeah but jim it really wasn't as you know we had talked in private about wow what's this going to be and we were really uh, fearful of that but it turned out okay yeah it was it was, it was better it, than we intended. it was interesting and, yeah. and and maybe once a year would be enough i could handle it next halloween next if, halloween is fine you know, as the uh, lord willing if we're still here yes uh anyway uh it should be uh, i think the clash looking at basing on basing on the halloween havoc should be tremendous four championship matches the fans are well aware now of Rick Steiner's uh, uh, incident with Lex Luger. We, you had it again uh, today on the main event. As a matter of fact, uh, you, all, you guys did a great job tonight on TBS. I hope everybody uh, uh, watched the program on TBS. Tony uh, and Missy began their big adventure, so to speak. It is a big adventure, just standing beside of her, Jim. A couple of things about that, Tony, I'd like to talk to you about. Number one is she'll get you off the subject now if you're not careful. You know, she, Yes, sir, I know. She likes to talk about her social life yes. when we should be talking about wrestling. Right. You always have to bring her back to point A. And somebody asked me the other day, said, how do you think Tony's going to do work with Missy? I said, I think he's going to do great. 
Tony's got five children. He knows to handle the the infantile mentality of of poor Missy, and and I think you guys did a good job. And she's going to be working at the Clash uh, on uh, on Tuesday. As a matter of fact, she's got an interview with one of the uh, with a rookie that they've just signed. So it should be interesting. We'll look forward to seeing that. That should interview. be very interesting. You're right. Also, yeah. Also, we're going to see, especially if he's, if he's cute. Right. You know, that's all she cares about. I don't care if they can wrestle in her mind, but if they're cute, then I, you know, let's bring them on. You know. So anyway, we're also going to have a feature Tuesday now on, on Jushin Thunder Liger, who wants to wrestle the winner of the Flying Brian Pillman Johnny B Bad match for the WCW Light Heavyweight Title. And I want to tell you something. After this trip, Johnny B Bad was on that trip with us. We we slept a total of about three hours a night, four hours maybe since last Tuesday. We left Dublin this morning uh, at uh, 11:30 Dublin time, which was uh, 6:30 Atlanta time. My body has no idea if it's up or down, sleepy or not. But um, this uh, this this situation, I think, on uh, uh, with Johnny B. Bad coming back today. Now, tomorrow's a key day for him. That's right. He needs to work out because he didn't get a chance to work out the last five days. he got to work out tomorrow. Cardiovascular, he's got to work out tomorrow. I don't know if he's going to feel like working out tomorrow. And if he, this jet lag, I'm very serious, may affect the outcome of that match drastically. Particularly when you think about his opponent. Flying Brian is going to push him to the limit. He pushes everybody to the limit. You've got to be in great condition to go up against him. And that's a great point. I don't know if he'll be able to uh, get that light heavyweight title or not. And he's also having some problems, as we saw Saturday with O'Peanut Head there, Theodore Arlong, his manager. That may be, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't really ask him about that. Uh, you know, we taped that program, knew there's a problem. He was, he's a, I want to tell you something, Johnny B. Bad is a heck of a guy to be around. He is away from Theodore Arlong. He's not a bad guy at all. No, I've known that, too. He's, he's, he is a good guy. And PN News can can really eat. <laughs> I mean, the, the lad can really eat. As a matter of fact, fans, we're going to talk about uh, the Clash of Champions. We're going to take your calls uh, here on uh, Wrestling with Jim Ross. Don't forget our number is 872-0750. Our long-distance line is 1-800-WSB-TALK. Welcome back, everyone. Wrestling with Jim Ross. And uh, I have Tony Schiavone here in the studio with us tonight. And we're going to be taking your calls here in just a moment or two. Remember, we're talking about the Clash this Tuesday night, 8.05 Eastern Time, live here on TBS. Hope you'll join us for that. Friends, family, and loved ones, I bet you haven't purchased a Father's Day gift yet, have you? Not to fear. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming are here. I'm talking about our friends at Manscaped. They're saving the day yet again with the total package for the father figure in your life this year. It's time to upgrade his game from the waist to the face with this exclusive offer. Have him join the 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code JimRoss at Manscaped.com. Let's start with the ultimate Father's Day MVP, the Performance Package 4.0. Inside it, of course, you're going to find the Lawnmower 4.0 the brand new weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the crop preserver ball deodorant, the crop reviver toner, the performance boxer briefs, and of course a travel bag to hold all the goodies. And man, we can't forget about the moneymaker. You see, Manscaped has absolutely changed the game with their brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. This includes the brand new Beard Hedger trimmer, the beard shampoo and conditioner, the beard oil, the beard balm, and two free gifts with their signature beard comb and scissors. And man, we all know dads love their comfort. If his grooming routine is already dialed in, be sure to hook him up with Manscapes Boxers 2.0. They are without a doubt the best boxers for men of all ages. 
Whether he's mowing the lawn, taking out the trash, or golfing in the sun, these moisture-wicking boxers breathe without breaking a sweat. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Jim Ross at manscaped.com. That's Who's 20- that? Jim Ross? Jim oh, Ross. Me. Yeah, yeah, that's you. Get 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Just use the call Jim, code Jim Ross. Make this Father's Day one he won't forget with Manscaped. That's manscaped.com. 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code Jim Ross. Two and one half hours of live wrestling as you see it. And it'll be, uh, I think it's going to be great. Looking forward to seeing all the great fans down in Savannah. Going down early tomorrow. And uh, I think, uh, I love Savannah, Georgia. Savannah's one of the most beautiful cities in America, I can tell you that. And uh, we're looking forward to that. Great fans there tomorrow. Hope you're watching it on TV uh, on Tuesday. Then Wednesday night, we'll be back here in Atlanta at Center Stage. 7 o'clock, we're going to tape this coming Saturday's WCW broadcast. And the following Saturday. So it should be some fireworks this Wednesday night at Center Stage. Starts at 7 o'clock. Hope you'll come out and bring your posters and banners to that one. And then don't forget the big one, the lineup. What's the theme name of this one? Battle Stars 91, Thanksgiving Day Super Show. Is that it? It's not like Starcade, Battle Bowl, Lethal Lottery, December Mayhem, Wrestle War, Super Brawl. It's like watching an Italian movie to look at our pay per views. I think the nice folks at Turner Home Entertainment must watch a lot of old Clint Eastwood movies, you know. Right. Fistful of Dollars, The Man Wants Revenge, He's Back. You know. Hang them high. Yeah, whatever. So, anyway, we're going to hang them right here. We're going to go to the telephones now and talk to Chris. Hi, Chris. Hey, Jim. How you doing? Fine. Uh, I just want to say that I called you a few months ago, and I, pretend, I acted like I was a real big fan of Paulie Dangerous, and I want to apologize for that. I'm... I've learned my lesson about Paulie Dangerously. He's really a joke. And I want to make some comments about the clash and about uh, Rick Lou getting a title shot over the other top contenders. All right. I'd like to say that I think, depending on Barry, Win- Barry Windham's wrist, I think that uh, they could give the enforcers a run for, for the money, but I think that this is going to be the downfall of Dustin Rhodes and Barry Windham. I think you're right. I don't think Barry Windham's even going to wrestle, quite honest with you. Well, I, I, think, I wish he could. I, I do, too. But I don't think he's going to be physically able to. And I think Flying Brian will beat Johnny B. Bad. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, Stunning Steve will retain the world TV title. And I think that Lex Luger, unfortunately, I think Mr. Hughes and Harley Race talking about a three-on-two situation with with Scott Steiner. I know they can handle themselves, but I really think that three-on-two is going to be a little bit too much uh, for Rick Steiner to handle. All right. And I cannot understand the championship committee giving uh, Rick Rude a title shot over the other top ten contenders. I mean, I, I, I really think it's unfair to them. This man comes into WCW, and less than a month later, he has a United States title shot. I mean, he's only wrestled maybe five times on TV that I know of. Yeah, well, I'll tell you something, Chris. We do appreciate your call tonight. And uh, I don't understand a lot of things the, the championship committee does. So you just, uh, and I work there. Tony, can you? I think, uh, and it was a great uh, comment, uh, I think it gets down to politics. I think Paulie's a big mouth. He gets a lot of things pushed through that uh, normally that uh, another guy would not. And I think because of Paulie's influence with the members there, that that's why he has that title shot. Well, that's why he took the uh, Halloween Havoc on live TV to to make all those uh, 
you know, big remarks because he knew they couldn't be censored. He knew they couldn't be edited out because it was live. And he take, he like, he don't take his opportunities. So I think Sting took that as a very severe challenge, and uh, I think it's going to be a heck of a match. On it's going to be a great match. Thanks, Chris, for calling us. Let's go now to uh, Conyers and talk to Daniel. Hi, Jim Ross. How you doing? I'm fine. So you know the the guy that was the uh, head flight attendant on our flight today lives down in Conyers, and and that was the that those Delta people know how to treat you. Mm. Great, great job. But I know Daniel, you didn't call hear me talk about Delta Airlines. They're not even one of my sponsors. But what do you want to talk about? Well, first of all, I have two questions. All right. Okay. My first question was um, back at the Omni in October 13th, the WWF was there, uh-huh. and um, you know how Macho Man is not supposed to be able to wrestle. Yeah. Well, he wrestling against Jake the Snake. I was wondering, you know, if you know why. I think the situation there, why? if I'm not mistaken, was that. Uh, it was originally scheduled for Jake the Snake to take on Sid Vicious Justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, uh, Sid has uh, an injury and was unable to wrestle. So they brought in uh, Macho Man. But my, my buddy Tony Schiavone's here. You work for the WWF. Why would, if, if he's allegedly suspended and on television can't wrestle, how would he do that in the Omni? Well, I would think it would uh, come down to a situation such as this. The Macho Man would be there for who knows what reason. Let's say I know he lives down in Florida, so maybe he was stopping through, seeing some of his friends. You might have been here seeing John Torrey at Rhodes Furniture. (laughs) That's right. You never know. And he could have gone to the ring and without the knowings of uh, Jack Tunney up there. And that could have happened. That does, a lot of times, you'll be surprised how many things go on in the arenas that promoters are not aware of. What's your other question, Daniel? Okay, um... The Master Blasters, um, who were they, and um, do you know where they are right now? Well, one of the Master Blasters is now called Oz, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. And I, I don't know where the other guy went, to be honest with you. Al, Al Green, was that his name? Uh, yeah, Al Green was the second one, because there was uh, there were Blade and Steel, and then there was something and something. And uh, the first one lasted about three days, and then he said uh, wrestling oh, was enough. Yeah. Remember that yeah. guy? Yeah, I do. Brandon in Fayetteville, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, Jim. I got two questions. Okay, sir. Uh, first of all, what's the main event in the uh, Clash of Champions? Well, I would think that the main event would probably be uh, Lex Luger defending the world title against Rick Steiner. But there are four title matches, including uh, Sting defending against Rick Rude mm-hmm. and uh, Johnny B. Bad challenging Flying Brian and Dustin Rhodes and Lord Who Knows against the Enforcers for the world tag title. And so those are the four matches. I think, obviously, the world title would be the biggest one. Okay, and my next question is, when do you think Lex Luger will wrestle Ron Simmons again? Well, I think uh, Ron Simmons back maybe when? Uh, early December, early to mid-December? More than likely. I would think he'll be back by Starcade. I know that they're looking forward to seeing him over in Europe, and uh, hopefully Ron will be back around early December, and maybe by the first of the year. He'll be back in the in the shape he wants to be in to challenge Luger for the world title. And Brandon, we appreciate your call tonight from Fayetteville. Uh, Sean, Sean? Yes. How you doing? I, I'm talk. Everybody this week was named Sean, I think. <laughs> How you doing in Powder Springs tonight? Pretty good. What's on your mind? Uh, well, first of all, I wanted to ask y'all's predictions on the Clash of the Champions, the four title matches. Uh-huh. I wanted to ask uh, you and Tony what your predictions for their matches are. Well, we're going to, uh, as a matter of fact, Sean, you make a great uh, producer, almost as good as John Glavin. And uh, we're going to do that right after the news, which is going to come up here in a couple minutes. Do you have anything else real quick before we go to our break? Yes, I wanted to um, ask 
Well, first I want to tell Tony that he'd make a great replacement for you, that it takes somebody like him to take your place. Well, thank you. I, I don't consider myself a replacement for Jim Ross. It's just Jim was doing so much work over there, and that's true, uh, that he didn't have time to eat now and then, so we had to let Jim take lunch yeah. on Fridays during voiceover day. So yeah, they stuck me in on that show. You can believe that by looking at me on TV, <laughs> you know, that round face. I, I don't miss too many meals. But, Sean, we appreciate those remarks, and we'll answer your questions. We'll get those predictions for you. But right now we got to take a break. This is Wrestling with Jim Ross on AM750 WSB. This is the Stinger here for Jim Ross on AM 750 WSB. Give him a call and talk to him right now on 8720-750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. Call now. And welcome back, everyone, to the program. Uh, we are, have a lot of, every line is blinking right now, so we're really busy tonight, and we're going to try to get to your calls as rapidly as we possibly can. And we're also going to answer, uh, do some predictions here in just a few minutes, but I do want to get back to the phones. And we're going to go first to uh, our, one of our long-distance lines. I, Richard's been holding a long time, and he's calling us from Winchester, Kentucky. Hi, Richard. Hi, Jim. Tony, how are you guys doing tonight? Good, good. That's great. Uh, I had a couple of quick comments and a couple of questions, if I may. Surely. Uh, the first comment I wanted to make was about uh, the young pistols. Uh, I'd heard the comments that they'd made at Halloween Havoc, and from what I gather, it seems to me they're a little frustrated. Uh, I know they'd gotten title shots against the Freebirds and just really weren't successful in it. Really kind of kind of threw me the way they were talking about the Patriots that way. Yeah, they they were. I think you're exactly right. I think, as far as I'm concerned, you've summed it up quite well. They're mm -hmm. very frustrated. Mm -hmm. I think the frustration goes a little bit further than just uh, their inability to, uh, at times, it <clears throat> seems, to win some matches. I think uh, you know they are good guys. They've mm -hmm. worked very hard, and they have not been well received by fans in many of the places we've gone. Yeah. Fans, you know, fans have booed them, even though they very much tried to be on the fan side, so to speak. And you, and you can't figure out why, you know, after they wear the uh, the Confederate flag and the uh, gray attire, why up north they'd be booed, you know. <laughs> they ought to expect to be booed up there. That's I mean, right. you know, they're going to get that way. So what else is on your mind, Richard? Uh, well, uh, I was really surprised with the fact that, that, that Dangerously was able to sign Ravishing Rick Rude after I'd read an article in, in Pro Wrestling Illustrated to the point that he seemed to me that he was really sick of the managers he had in the past. And it really kind of threw me. Well, signed him. one word there, Richard, my friend, mm -hmm. money. Uh-huh. Paulie needed a franchise player. He needed a cornerstone for his uh, for the Dangerous Alliance. Uh -huh. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, Rick Rude's one of the finest athletes that uh, newest additions. He's the most impact new addition in WCW since I've been working with the company. I think he will be. He may win the U.S. title on Tuesday as well. He's in, he's not hurting. He's not got any bumps and bruises. He's he's had a limited schedule against uh, lesser competition in the last year than he had in the WWF. He's a guy to beat the Ultimate Warrior. I mean, he's had some big big victories in his career, and he's going to be hard to beat Tuesday, quite frankly. That's true. Uh, my, my first question I really wanted to ask you about was about the Steiner brothers. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that they were stripped of the WCW belts, but I've read on, on another uh, issue of Publishing Illustrated that they were not stripped of the IWGP belt. I was wondering if that were true, if that was true. As far as I know, they haven't been stripped of the IWGP belt, and we need to get you reading the WCW magazine and, uh -huh. and get that information out of there. Have you, have you ever seen it? Yes, I have. I've got a subscription to it. Well, good for you. Uh -huh. And my last question, my little brother wanted me to ask you this. Uh, he was wondering what the next pay-per-view event would be after Starcade. It's going to be on uh, February 29th. Uh -huh. You heard that right. Leap Year Day. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to be from uh, Taj Mahal. Atlantic City. Right, and it's going to be Super Brawl. Oh, Super Brawl. Okay. That'd be interesting. Yeah. 
now. All right, appreciate that. All right, Richard. Thanks a lot. Have a nice evening. You bet. Thank you for calling from Winchester, Kentucky, back to the long distance line. We're going to talk to young John, who's been holding on from Mississippi. Hi, John. Hey. How are you doing? Fine. You have to speak up a little bit, buddy. I've got two questions. Okay, sir. My first question is, when do you think Rick Steiner's... Scott Steiner's next match will be on TV. Uh, I think he'll probably uh, wrestle this Saturday on this Saturday night on uh, TBS th th in six days. Okay. Okay. And my second question is when in the WWF when do you think they'll call a match between Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair? Well, now what was the question? And I don't. In the WWF, uh -huh. when do you think they'll call a match between Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan? Well, they're going to have a match between the two? Yeah. Okay. Uh, matter of fact, they've already wrestled. Uh, in uh, Oakland, California, right? Yeah, in L.A. and a couple yeah. of other places. Yeah. Uh, real controversial uh, uh, conclusions to those matches, and I think they've had a, they have a rematch signed. But uh, that's, uh, that's their hottest match right now. Probably the hottest match in, in the sport, as a matter of fact. I would think so. People have been looking forward to that one for a long time. John, thank you for calling tonight. We appreciate you very much calling us from Mississippi. And back to the telephones. And we're going up to Cobb County and talk to Eric and Marietta. Hi, Eric. Hi. How you doing? I've got two questions. Okay, sir. My first one is, who do you think is the best wrestler in WCW? Tony, you want, to, you want Tony's opinion? You're a Cobb County guy, aren't you? Yeah. You and Eric got a lot in common. We sure do. How many children do you have, Eric? <laughs> okay. Uh, I think the best wrestler in WCW right now is uh, is Lex Luger. Uh, I think uh, within a couple of months, you may find that Ravishing Rick Rude will be that, but I think it's Luger. I, I, think, it's, uh, I think the best pure wrestler, Eric, in the WCW right now is Rick Steiner, which makes this little situation quite interesting because they will wrestle Tuesday. Who do you think is the best wrestler in WCW today? Well, my favorite wrestler is Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner? Yeah, yeah, I like him too. What else you got on your mind? Um, what do you think is would be the best match at the class? Oh, boy, that's hard to say. You know, really, uh, Rude and Sting have a chance. It's hard to say because I really think I'm looking forward to all four of those title matches are going to be real good. Uh, I don't know. It, a lot of it depends, too. I love to watch the Enforcers wrestle. Dustin Rhodes has really been uh, doing well. A lot depends on who his partner will be Tuesday. That could be the sleeper match of the entire night. Had it been Barry Windham, and we had mentioned earlier that we don't think Barry's going to be able to wrestle, but Barry and Dustin against the Enforcers, have, to me, had a lot going for it as a match. Yeah, should be good. But we appreciate Eric, thank you for calling tonight from Marietta. Appreciate you listening to Wrestling with Jim Ross here on AM 750 WSB. And Robert in Villarica, how are you doing? Uh, fine. Good. Um, what did uh, Chamber of Horrors look like at Halloween Havoc? What did it look like? Yeah, did it look anything like the Tower of Doom at the Great American Bash 88? No, it didn't. It looked, uh, it was, uh, it was a big cage that kind of didn't fit close to the ring. So like the, uh, the, you know where the blue mats are on the outside of the ring, the cage fit on the outside of that. Yeah. Real high cage with, uh, uh, well, did you see the cage for uh, Capital Combat, the pay-per-view we had with uh, with Flair and Lex Luger? Yeah. Where uh, Ole Anderson had commandeered the cage to rise up? Yeah. That was that cage. It was that same cage. And then they had a small cage, Jim, if you want to continue. Yeah, they, and, and they had been building a cage, and they built another smaller cage. And so it was two cages in one. 
it's a double mint commercial. No, it's two cages in one, and uh, uh, they were kind of unique. It was kind of kind of strange, but uh, I, I uh, Tony and I, we talked about this earlier. I wasn't a big fan of that match, but but that's why we had eleven matches or whatever it was. I liked the other, the rest the others I loved, but I didn't like that match much. What else on your mind, Robert? And um, who are the creatures? Yeah. They lost and left the building, I understand. We ever found out. We'll probably never see them again. And Robert, they, they were dressed up in green. Yeah. And, uh, Robert, thanks for calling tonight from down in uh, Villa Rica. We appreciate your call here on the program. Let's, uh, let's, make, some, let's make some predictions here. Okay. okay. I'm ready to do that. Right. right here. My script here. Is, is, there it is. Okay. Uh, young man called earlier. Wanted to talk about one of make predictions on the title matches. Start starting with uh, why don't we talk about the television championship, PN News and stunning Steve Austin. We'll talk about it. PN News has wrestled for this title more than once and has not come away with it. Uh, I still feel stunning Steve Austin at this time is one of the hottest. He had one of the better matches of Halloween Havoc against Dustin Rhodes, and I'm going to go with the champ. Uh, Steve Austin has been very busy. I know negotiating with Paulie dangerously. They should be announcing something soon. Uh, PN News is also on that big, that long flight, and I'm uh, probably very hungry right now. He ate a lot. <laughs> he ate a lot. Uh, he ate a lot of corned beef and cabbage. He may have set the Irish record. <laughs> he may be the corned beef and cabbage eater of Europe, as a matter of fact. <laughs> but he's a heck of a guy. He's a good guy. I tell you something. You really get to uh, you get to know those guys in that kind of situation. But unfortunately, what a trip. I mean, I'm tired right now. I think I don't have to wrestle Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Those guys have. Uh, I think PN News is going to come up short. I, I agree with you on that one. Uh, TV, t uh, the uh, WCW light heavyweight title. Gets back to the same thing you were talking about with yep. PN, and you mentioned it earlier. Johnny B. Bad. Uh, we're going to find out what he's made of. We really are. But Flying Brian, to me, uh, is is what championships are all about. He is just uh, has a lot of vigor, a lot of fire, a lot of determination. I can't see him losing this match at all. European trip in the background or not? The... Uh, World tag title, man. I'm going to, uh, yeah, I already mentioned, I think Johnny B. Bad's going to be a little short on that one. And not because of ability. I just, this is, it's a rigorous son of a gun uh, on this, uh, this this tour we went on. The World Tag Team title, the Enforcers take on Dustin Rhodes, and we don't know. We don't know. And we have been told, a lot of fans have made a big issue. I've read a couple of things. Well, Barry Wyndham's hurt, and some new, and you should have said this, and you should have said that, and everybody could be Monday morning quarterback. Nobody's ever thrown an interception on Monday morning. I'll tell you that right now. I don't know. Everybody kept saying, well, Barry's going to be there. Barry's going to tape it up. He's going to, you know. But I don't think the doctor's going to let Barry Wyndham wrestle. He's got a, he's got, he broke his wrist in four places. He has had surgery. He could tape it all he wants. If he, if he goes in. If Barry Wyndham wrestles with Dustin Tuesday, they're going to lose convincingly mm -hmm. to, to Zabisco now. Because you know what Anderson Zabisco will do. Yeah. They'll go right for the arm. And emphatically, and, it, and they'll get it. So I, I'm going to go, because I don't know who the partner is, I believe in the enforcers. I don't like the philosophy, but they're great wrestlers. I'm going to go with the champions. I am also, I've heard everyone uh, from uh, Bill Kazmaier to maybe uh, Big Josh will be wrestling earlier, will maybe wrestle again. So who knows? And I'll go with the enforcers also. The uh, another uh, U.S. heavyweight title match, ravishing Rick Rude to challenge the Stinger. What do you think about that one, Tom? Well, you know, Jim, uh, announcement was made on your program Saturday about the boxes, mm -hmm. and finally we will find out who has been sending these boxes. I think Sting's been too preoccupied with that. 
And I think because of that, I, I really don't think that he mentally is right going into this. And, uh, boy, I hate to see Paulie with a title. I hate to see Paulie with anything, but especially a title. You're not going to see him with much hair. No, you're not. Uh, I'm going to, important. I'm going to say uh, we are going to have a new U.S. heavyweight champion. I, I agree wholeheartedly. I agree not for that reason. I agree because Rude in the last year has wrestled in some much smaller organizations. The competition has not been as stringent. He has not had to maintain the rigorous travel schedule that Sting has. He is not coming back after a major reconstructive knee surgery that Sting did last year. And uh, I think he's, uh, and, and also the mental aspect obviously plays into it. I think you're right. I think, I think Rude will also be the new U.S. champion. And then Rick Steiner and Lex Luger for the, the big one. Well, I've thought about this one a lot. And uh, as you know, Jim, I was standing right there when uh, these two guys had their little run-in. I was holding the microphone. Lex Luger never expected Rick Steiner ever to go after this title, ever. Did he ever figure out what humility meant? <laughs> no, he never did. Uh, he never expected Rick to go after the title. As a matter of fact, if Scotty would be wrestling right now, maybe he this this whole scenario wouldn't even happen. But I think Lex Luger realizes what Rick Steiner is all about. And I think Lex Luger, because of what happened on TV, because he was embarrassed, because he was pinned on TV, mm -hmm. because Rick Steiner not only defeated Luger, he beat up everybody. Almost beat up the referee. Right. I think Lex Luger is training now harder than ever. And I think we're going to see Lex Luger more focused on this match than he was even against Ron Simmons. Therefore, I think Lex Luger is going to win. Well, I think that Rick Steiner is going to be the new world champion. I think he's going to do it on Tuesday. And we'll talk more about the Clash of Champions with Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross right here on AM750 WSB right after this. Sounds like uh, our good friend Clark's got a little cold there. Hope he feels better. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to uh, Wrestling with Jim Ross. And uh, we are uh, about uh, six minutes away, and we're going to try to take as many calls as we can. And we certainly appreciate everybody calling tonight and uh, being involved in the program. Don't forget this Wednesday night we're going to be at Center Stage. Hope you'll be with us. Seven o'clock is the starting time for a big national television taping. And then the, the uh, Thanksgiving night event, eight o'clock in the Omni. And that's going to be a great one, and we're going to be working with the starlight foundation there let's go up the telephones and talk to charlie in norcross hi charlie how you doing jim good thank you for calling i just got a couple of quick questions for you okay um since the ultimate warrior seems like he's no longer in the wwf has wcw made any attempt to contract him or get in contact to see if he might be able to come down like rick rude did no and i'll tell you why uh the reason for that charlie is because uh rick rude was a free agent his contract had lapsed with the WWF, and we could legally speak to him in that regard, and Paul Lee took advantage of that situation. However, that's not the case with the Ultimate Warrior, to the best of my knowledge. Mm -hmm. Charlie, he's still uh, yeah. under contract with him, even though he's not wrestling, and their official stance on it is that he's suspended. That he's suspended? Yes. Okay, and one more. Are we going to be seeing any big names coming in, like after the first of the year or uh, anytime sooner? I know that they're always talking to people, and they're talking to... Uh, various ones I, I know that there has been some casual talk with terry gordy and steve dr death williams and uh uh but i would expect that wouldn't you tony that sometime after the first year well there's always it seems like it's uh there's a lot of free agents out there right now that we might have a shot at i think the big names you'll see coming in will be guys from japan 
with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Jushin Liger. Jushin Liger. Uh, Muda. Muda, maybe. Yeah. Coming back in. That'd be good. That would be real good. Thank you, Charlie, for calling. And uh, let's go now to uh, Michael and Marietta. Hi, Michael. Hi, Jim. Uh, um, I like, um, I just want to tell you that um, I'm a big fan of WCW and... Of all the figures in the ring. All those galoob action figures? Yes. Yeah, all right. And um, I just want to ask you, um, uh, on the, um, last week I heard you were, you said that around Christmas you'd be getting some new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know any of those that are coming out? Um, I know uh, Freebirds. Free are going to be some Freebirds uh, action figures. York Foundation. York Foundation. Uh, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll try to find out more about that. And uh, I think there's going to be an Elegante one. He'll be taller than the rest, I bet you. So uh, we'll uh, we'll look at that big Josh, and we'll find out about that here in the next. Well, uh, what will we do without Dennis Brinson? Dennis here? Brinson is here, the, the the head man of WCW magazine, and Michael, he's he a fountain of information. He gave us all that information, Michael. And thank you for calling, buddy. We do appreciate it very much. You calling us tonight from Marietta? Hi, Lee. Hey, Jim. You sound pretty good for a guy that hadn't had any sleep in three days. Well, I'm working on it. That's, <laughs> it's called caffeine. Oh, boy. I know what you mean. Uh, that would be great if we could get Gordy uh, uh, down here, uh, especially if we could team him up with Michael Hayes again. That was some of the best wrestling I ever saw down in the old Texas franchise. They're, great. They're a great team. He's a, Gordy's a big-time player. I'd like to have him down here. Yeah, I would, too. Uh, my question tonight, and I regret to say that I've uh, I've missed uh, a couple of weeks because of meetings and other conflicts, so you may have already covered this ground, but I see Ric Flair on the uh, uh, World Wrestling Federation talking about the uh, alleged real champion, etc. Is the belt that he's displaying, is that a WCW belt, or is that something that he's had made up uh, in the interim? Did he walk off with whatever it was that he was wearing? Well, Lee, that's a tough question. Uh there are many within the WCW legal department that feel very strongly that that belt belongs to World Championship Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Ric Flair obviously feels just the opposite. And I think that that's going to be settled uh, in litigation, quite frankly. And I really don't want to comment on it because you know, that's how it is. Flair thinks it's his. WCW thinks, thinks it's theirs. And... Uh, well, it, it's an obvious slap in the face to the WCW because uh, it's as though, you know, it, it strips Luger of any dignity that he may have. Well, that's what it's intended to be, and that's why they're featuring it so strongly on television. They yeah. like to do everything they can to slap us in the face. Well, it's, it's like a hit below the belt, I think. It, uh, they don't really need to stoop to this type of tactic. Right. Lee, they don't need to stoop, but by golly, they will every chance they get. Yeah. And I think it has to do with the old NWA and that right. belt. So, uh it's right. It's going to be settled uh, very soon. We understand. Well, Tony, you you were there, so you would have uh, you you would certainly have the in, inside track. Having yeah, I, I know exactly what they feel about us. I mean, I was I said in Vince's office when he said that he uh, he goes to bed every night wanting to kick Ted Turner's rear end, and uh, he said that verbatim. So there you go. Well, fellas, I appreciate the information. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much, Lee. We appreciate it, and I apologize, to everybody. We try to get everybody on as as we could. Uh, uh, I didn't get to Chris or Carl or Tim or Harvey in Maryland or Wes in Virginia. I hope you all will uh, call us back. Uh, we'll be back here next uh, Sunday night at 9 o'clock. We'll be talking about, I imagine, some of the big things that happened to Clash of Champions. Uh, Tony, as usual, it was really a pleasure to have you here. And, and uh, Dennis, Dennis Brand of the WCW Magazine is, is here. 
And uh, thanks, guys. All right, Jim, thanks. Look forward to being with you Tuesday night. It's going to be a lot of fun Tuesday night. You can see it live as it happens, everybody, on uh, TBS 805 Eastern Time this Tuesday night. Don't forget, we'll be back at Center Stage in West Peachtree here in Atlanta uh, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. And we're very excited to cooperate with the wonderful folks at the Starlight Foundation uh, this Thanksgiving night in the Omni. For all of us here at WSB, including our producer, John Glavin, I'm Jim Ross saying good night, everybody. Boys and girls, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate your support. Check us out on YouTube. It's GrillingJR on YouTube.com. That's GrillingJR on YouTube.com. Love to have your interaction on social. It's at JRGrilling on Twitter and Instagram. GrillingJR over on Facebook. Of course, JR is very active on Twitter. It's at JR's BBQ, which is also where you can find all of his fine offerings, JR'sBBQ.com. Plus, f- tons of great new merch over at GrillingJRTs.com, uh, including the now infamous Where's My Push, damn it, t-shirt. Uh, GrillingJRTs.com is where you need to be. And if your business targets men 25 to 54 years old, why not advertise with us, man? We got a super targeted audience. You hear the same ads over and over, and you want to know why? Because it really it works. works. AdvertiseWithJR.com is the place to go. AdvertiseWithJR.com. Should give a free plug here for AdFreeShows.com as well. Not only do you get the shows early and ad-free, you can be a part of our live studio audience. I want to thank everybody for turning up and turning out for us today. Why not try it for free? We're doing a free trial right now. Your first week is on me at AdFreeShows.com. Fight Plus is the ultimate digital platform for live sports and entertainment. And they're now offering a free seven-day trial at TryFight.com. Fight Plus is packed with a premium live event schedule, over 1,000 hours of live action every year, and a library of more than 4,000 hours on demand, plus exclusive content you can't get anywhere else. Fight is a great partner of ours. They support us, so let's support them. Give that free seven-day trial a shot, and you'll be a member for life. That's TryFight.com. T-R-Y-F-I-T-E dot com. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.